Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast, the podcast that wonders if we're Wendy's favorite podcast. They seem to be the only chain with good taste. For the 129th episode, I'm joined by Sparks, Ryan Eliopoulos, and Ben Magnet. Yo, can someone tweet Wendy's? Like right now? I'm more of a jack-of-the-box kind of guy. <gasps> Actually, if I'm being honest, I'm a Taco Bell boy. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, let's Taco Bell right. forever. Be let's clear. <laughs> This is because of the, the mobile DC <laughs> yes, thing on it's, Twitter? It's okay. brilliant. If you guys don't know, what's happening on Twitter is that Gail Simone had tweeted to Wendy's, which which she like better Marvel at DC. Wendy's tweeted, Marvel, breaking DC's heart. Uh-huh. Which is the correct answer, by the way. <laughs> and, and then proceeded to get a ton of hatred for jumping on the bandwagon. And then Ryan Stegman tweeted to, to Wendy's, hey, what do you think of Venom? And Wendy said, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So And then Wendy's like, <laughs> now that we have you all yeah. here, yeah. <laughs> Wendy's had to like prove its geek cred. It's, so it's like, yeah, so Saga's on hiatus, so I'm reading all these cool books, and then and everyone's like, oh, oh, Wendy's, oh, Wendy's, your real deal. <laughs> and the, I think the nail in the coffin was like, now that we're all here, um, new when amalgam, new amalgam comics. When, yeah, if yeah. The, if, if you Wendy's don't know the reason, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, basically because Marvel Marvel tweeted also. Yeah. So so DC tweeted a broken heart uh, emoji, yeah. uh-huh. and Wendy and Marvel tweeted a, a picture of Spider Man eating fast food. That's great. To which to which DC Publishing brilliant Jim Lee and Dan Didio tweeted them eating McDonald's and Burger, and Burger King. King and Burger King. Oh no! Which I thought was great. And Marvel and Wendy said, "Now that you're all here, Amalgam Comics, when?" <laughs> Dude, everybody wants it. Like yeah. I see Scott Snyder and Jason Aaron are like, "Yo, like we could, can we do this?" Like the only thing stopping them is like legal reasons. Do you remember? Really? The, do you remember the April Fool's joke that Jeff Johns and Brian Michael Bendis put on us a couple of years ago, oh. where they said, "Hey, we're announcing a new Amalgam Comics line." Dude, they got. I think it was Bendis. You might have listened to the Word Balloon where he talked about doing. Uh, there was gonna be a Batman Daredevil crossover, and they got really, oh, yeah, really, yeah, 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 really close to really doing close. it. Really mm-hmm. close. And I was like, "Oh my god, that would have been a, a Snyder Bendis Daredevil Batman story." Would have been the greatest thing ever. But yeah, yeah man. Anyway, doesn't happen. That Wendy's thing was only the second best thing I heard in the news this week. I also thought about opening with this. <gasps> and a, 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 a turtle that is 100 years old has successfully repopulated his entire race with having 800 kids. Oh, I heard about this. It, it brought that race back from extinction. What a legend. <laughs> right? Wow. That's the an coolest entire, turtle. An entire race of tortoise. Brought back from the brink of extinction thanks to one man. <laughs> Listen, Marty, you're the last of your species. You got to bang all the turtles. And he just like, he, he cracks his, his turtle fingers like, I got it, guys. <laughs> Eight years later. It was, it was guys, a turtle 100 years old. It was insane. Oh, they live a long time. Yeah. 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 Still. I'm just imagining like Crush. It's just like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Repopulating the world. He's going down to EAC. 150 and still young. Oh my god! Yeah, what what a glorious week for news. That's not nerdy. <laughs> it's good week for not nerdy news. Yeah. How was your guys' week? That's pretty pretty all right. Yeah, we did some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, Polar, which is the new Mads Mikkelsen Netflix movie. I've heard very mixed things. Yes, that movie is uh, it's pretty okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. It would feels... you say it's polarizing? Oh boy, no, oh. no. You can leave now. <laughs> yes, um, all right. It feels like it should have came out in like two thousand. No, no, oh, he's leaving. He's walking out the door. It feels like it should have come out in two thousand seven. Like it feels like, um, and this isn't a slight. It just it feels like an old, it feels like like the losers or like like the A team, like mid two thousands, like decent action movies. I like both of those movies. Yeah, they're they're good, but like this feels like a dated movie. Sure, um, which makes me want to read the comic because the comic is actually relatively new as well. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that feels old too. But uh, I would say that movie is pretty okay. 
and the ending saves it. I think that ending is really good, and Vanessa Hudgens is really good in it. Oh, surprisingly, okay. yeah. So yeah, that's cool. a one movie I watched. Yeah. Uh, anyone? Anyone else? I watched What Men Want. Is it what you wanted? No. Oh. It's exactly what I expected it to be, though. A yeah, terrible I'll tell you what I want. comedy film. What I really, really want. Huh. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I turned to I turned to Zara and I was just like, "Yeah, that was real bad." Yeah. But I knew exactly th- I knew exactly what I was getting into. And she's like, "Oh, you didn't like it because she likes those kind of movies." I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> this was terrible." Yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of you know it's fun. There's some good laughs. Um, what men want, what women want. Uh, I think has I don't think has aged particularly too well. Um, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think it's a it's a strong script and it's got some pretty good uh, laughs and, and interesting performances. I like Marissa Tomei in that movie. Yeah. She's super charming. Jesus, Sarah Paulson is in that movie? Judy Greer? Uh, Helen Hunt? Marissa Tomei? Mel wow. Gibson's getting all the women. I don't think I've seen that movie in a long time. Like, since a year after it came out. So Yeah. I I didn't even know all those people were in it. Yeah, yeah. right. Like uh-huh. Sarah Sarah Paulson walks. I'm like, oh my god, you're so young. Man, she's been working for a while then. Um, nice. Yeah. Was, so I, I watched that directly after because I was just like, oh, are there parallels? It's a much better film because it just kind of ha- it just kind of happens. Is it just to like him. the same premise basically? It, well, the, the 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 plot of what men want is that a psychic accidentally gives her powers, and we're left with the psychic for so long uh, that you don't you kind of forget that the psychic was a part of the movie also because that kind of goes back so it's it's uh, i called like screenwriting 101 it was someone someone wrote a screenplay where someone asked how'd she get the power so then they retroactively was just kind of like oh a psychic comes in where'd the psychic come from oh she was at a bachelor party great now i have four new characters i have to deal with and they t- any retribution later on than the, than the movie isn't th- isn't doesn't Mel gibson get like like struggle with electricity while like wearing women's clothing and stuff yeah because he's like a marketing guy for ladies yeah that's like perfect for that movie. It's just it makes a, sense. It's just simple. Yeah. It just happens, and we don't spend a lot of time with it. I'm not gonna see this movie. You don't have to. Don't no. get this movie money. It's I'm terrible. Good. I won't. Hey, you know what? Go see Cold Pursuit. I actually really want to. I do too. <sighs> I, do too. I, lo- I love a good uh, Liam Neeson action flick. He yeah. looks like nine a year. Most of them are bad. Oh, um, and also I, I uh, remember how I said last week how much I really hated Friends. Friends from College. Yes, I've seen the whole thing. It's awful. Why oh would God. you? Do, why I would don't you, know. Why? I don't know. I There's was so many things just to I watch. Was, I was done with it, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I did this to myself." So That's there are so many things to watch. I know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just don't. It's like all of a sudden it was done. You're like hate watching it. No, not even like a fun watch. I don't know. I oh, don't Brandon. know. It was like a fugue state watch. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you're just like blacked out. It's like, oh, you watched three seasons of a show. You know, it's like, all these other things that that we talk about that you should be watching. And, oh, speaking of though, oh uh, yeah, what? I watched a bunch of Lindsay Ellis videos finally. Finally, That's nice. thanks. I hate it. Yeah, way to get on the the bandwagon. Really good stuff. Yeah, I watched the three Hobbit videos, the Beauty and the Beast ones, mm-hmm. most of the ones that you guys recommended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of went through like I watched the Hercules one, which was interesting. Yeah. So, um, so you watched the Beauty and the Beast one? Yeah. How do you feel about that live action movie now? Still fine. Yeah, but you see some problems now. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, but, I oh. mean, like they're they're really there. Once uh-huh. you see that. She highlighted an issue I have with Disney just in general under Bob Iger. That's true. And, and Bob Iger, you know, not saying the person before him, which was Michael Eisner. Eisner. I'm not saying he was he was that big of a saint, but he he's still, you know, he had a. There are some movies that he put under that Bob Iger would never allow. Pirates of the like Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Eisner wasn't happy about pirates. No, in the but he it was still going. allowed it. You're you're right. Still, yeah. <laughs> Interesting stuff, though. If you guys want to like really well researched, I don't. I, I mean, she she takes criticism 
from an objective standpoint, which I thought was really interesting and very re- and very refreshing. Yeah. Um, I got into it actually, uh, you know, because you guys have been recommending it like crazy. But also, I, I saw a Twitter post that I think I retweeted of her talking about why the argument "Blazing Saddles" could never be made today is a yes. stupid argument. Yes. And that's a really good Twitter thread about just it is. It, it you're right. It can't be made today. But not for the reasons you think, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really good. Yeah, she's really she's really great at breaking down uh, a very general. You can really understand it very simply. Reasons for a lot of things uh, yeah. as a film studies person, and also just recognizing political affection. Yeah, and, spe- and like the Hobbit ones are really are really good to like looking at the climate of what the Hobbit created and what created the Hobbit. Uh, and re- really realizing, wow, those movies are real bad. Mm-hmm. And, and man, like for people who don't know, like like that Hobbit thing is like it's incredible. Like the governments involved and people losing jobs and like the film industry of New Zealand is destroyed. Yeah, and like to a Hobbit, like tourism and now just revolves around Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's how they make a lot of their money. And it's just it, those videos are very interesting for multiple levels. Yeah. Uh, she just put out a video that's comparing Independence Day and War of the Worlds, Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. I uh, saw that one. Be that's like a forty-minute incredibly excellent video about why uh, movies used to be like Independence Day and then 9-11 happened I, and we don't get movies like that anymore yeah, until I, recently. I still haven't watched that one but following her Twitter thread when she was kind of building that. Because um, she made a video about it a while ago. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even intentional uh, originally when she was like tweeting about it and then she's like, I guess I'm just going to make this. And um, I ended up being like a, this huge epic. I, I really like following her on Twitter too. Mm-hmm. She's really smart, man. It, she no, knows she's, film. She's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff is really interesting to me. As you know, I like the behind-the-scenes stuff a lot, so watching her stuff was really informative. I, I really, like, thank you for recommending her to Yeah, me. she's she's mm-hmm. high up there now on people that I'd like to like to have a conversation with. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, that's all I got this week, though. Ben played Kingdom Hearts 3, I think. <laughs> no shit. Also got my tattoo colored in, too. Man, if he had that's said true. no, if he had said no, I would have. I would have flipped this. I would have not believed him. Oh no! I've, I've seen your PlayStation profile. Yeah, I I've definitely <laughs> played it. I got to. I'm at the end game. Funny thing is, because I didn't know where like the final like true boss fight was, because you know how in Kingdom Hearts you like think that's the final boss, but then it's like you have all these different stages of said final boss, and then you have that last save point, the last spot to duck out, then the last fight. Sure. So I was just waiting for that because my whole plan was to get to that last save point. Duck out, get out of dodge, level up, grind, get the ultimate weapon. Yeah, you do that for every single game. No, I don't. You did it for God of War. I you, did. You literally, here's here's why I, here's why I said that. Not not as a slight to you. I know that's what uh. it sounded like. But but when you when we were watching you play God of War, and you we, guys were watching me play God of War, guys, yeah, invasion right. of privacy. Come on, right. I was naked half the time. You invited Ugh. us over. I was on your bed. <laughs> 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 it was real weird. Um, no, we, when Ryan and I would watch you play God of War way back when. Uh, you said I do this to all my games. I I I stop before the last boss and then I go I go level up. Oh. I, I I do the same thing, especially okay. for big RPGs. Yeah, yeah, RPGs. I try I try yeah. to do that. Sometimes like I think it was for fifteen. I just said, Nah, I'm like at level seventy. I could kick this guy's ass. I no did problem. that with Spider Man. Like I, f- I yeah. felt the end game coming. Yeah, <laughs> end game. But, uh, and then I was like, Oh, we gotta that click, might come up. Click all these backpacks. Yeah. No, so I I'm actually I'm in one of the fights, but I'm sitting there thinking. This kind of feels like final bossy, so I pause it. I look it up just to make sure. No, I wasn't like the final final boss fight. So I'm like, nope, abort this mission. Just reloaded my save file, got out of dodge, and now it's uh, I'm in grind time, baby. Grind time, grind time. Yeah, when I when I get to that, we point, don't want to talk about talk about your sex life. Thank you. When I get <laughs> to that point, I always like do every anything that I want to do in the game before I go to like 
the the last the last bastion whole section not the Castle last last fight yeah like once i'm at that last last fight i'm i'm in it i yeah. don't i, I just want to play through it i don't want to like i don't know for me that narratively ruins it yeah because uh, like you've already played through everything like in reality you wouldn't just be like hold on pause i'm yeah. not finishing especially, this fight i gotta go do all like, this other uh, stuff like spider-man because the last the last uh spoilers i guess the last act of that game is all the all the big bad guys escape so new york's yeah, on yeah. fire yeah so like i'm just gonna collect some backpacks for 45 minutes <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> new york's on fire hang on guys I yeah yeah get some, backpacks. Wait, some of these pigeons need to get captured you guys that, that pulls me out of the narrative yeah to do things like yeah. that yeah see video games are so interesting like that like it's easier for me to have that disconnect because sure. like obviously like in a movie he's not going to collect the pigeon when the scorpion is out there but like you know it's a i game. think i think in kingdom hearts it's a more direct direct problem because like you fight a whole bunch of dudes at yeah. the end mm-hmm. and then you get to the last dude and then you probably fight him like three times and right before you fight him the third time i'm not gonna go you know what yeah. Those, that was good two fights but hold on i, I gotta, gotta go, go back and go everywhere that i already went in this game and hold I'll on come back yeah. it's you like, just wait on. i need to get some hidden mickeys guys hang yeah. on it's like hold on time yeah. out i gotta go but the, reason- the reality of the narrative is all the other characters are saying they're like, what the f- <laughs> What? They're all just standing there <laughs> going, file door's right there. Let's go. And so yeah. I was like, hold on. I got to go back to Kingdom Corona for I'm a second. I'm driving this car. You there's, guys. There's, a, there's a joke. There's a, there's, I was listening to the Empire podcast months ago, and there was, a, there was uh, an actress on, on, just, uh, like, uh, on the show, and she was talking about the play that she was doing. And uh, it was it was outdoors, you know, with a bunch of people there, full house. And she gets on stage and she starts doing this monologue. And right right when the monologue starts, a guy in the audience just goes, "Nope, not for me, thank you." Yep, gets up and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's do, he left early enough to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh shoot, what was I gonna say? Kingdom Hearts oh, yeah. related? Yeah, it was Kingdom Hearts related because I've actually been looking up um, how to get the ultimate weapon because there's like a certain, you have to collect enough synthesis materials in the game to get the recipe mm-hmm. and then you have to get those ingredients which are apparently a pain in the ass to get. Well, yeah, it's the ultimate. But here's the thing because in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, you can get the ultimate weapon before you go to the last world. Mm-hmm. So you can go to the last world all leveled up, ready to kick ass and take names. Not this one. And it kind of bums me out because one of the things I love about the other Kingdom Hearts games is that you can like before you go to the final world, you can beef up and just like go in and like eat shit, Xehanort, I'm gonna kick your ass. Now it's like you have to get into the final world before you can even get one of the ingredients to make the ultimate weapon. You have to do it before you even go into the final boss fight. So it's a little It's part of his grand design. It's one of those things where it's like, eh, all right, I guess. Can but, I ask a, can I ask a quick real quick question? What? Um can you tell me in two sentences why it's called Kingdom Hearts? If you can't, we are moving on. In two sentences, no. If you can, no, I would appreciate. I'll tell you it. what. No, uh, up until three, I don't think any of us still didn't know. <laughs> really, uh, the whole series is kind of centered around this idea that there is a place called Kingdom Hearts that's a collection of all the light and hearts from when the world was originally destroyed by darkness, and all the children had to use the light in their hearts oh, to recreate run on everything. Okay, there you I'll go. accept yeah. that. That's there actually not bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's go. good. That's, that's, that's good. good. That's the basis of... Okay. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Because like even going back to the first game, they say, like, long ago, all the worlds were one big world, and then darkness went boom, and then... <laughs> and then <laughs> but, darkness. but children had so much light, and they rececreated it, and that was Kingdom Hearts, which was the light It's like a spirit worlds. bomb. Sure. Yeah. That looks right. like a heart. Yeah. yeah. A, uh, yeah. Thank you. And I appreciate that. Yeah, that was really good, Sparks. Really good. I'm glad you're here okay. for this. Ryan and I watched some Deadly Class. Hell yeah, yeah, we did. How is it? It's good. It's good, man. Um, it's different. Uh, <laughs> it's different, but uh, somebody who's read more uh, more of the comics, uh, it's 
similar but different. It's really interesting. It's taking a very uh, interesting approach to its storytelling with the Russian guy, characters. The Russian guy did Petra dirty. Oh man, I've really felt for that. Yeah, uh, Victor is that his name? Victor. Yeah, Victor. 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 He did. Uh, he did. We all right? Is <laughs> the line he says? Which, which one? Oh, <laughs> communist Russia. We don't recognize good or evil. Only pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what a line. He's like, I'm not racist. I love vagina. And I'm like, oh, Victor. <laughs> it was pretty great. Yeah, uh, Deadly Class is still real good. Uh, you guys, the greatest crossover event in video game history happened: Monster Hunter and in The Witcher. So, oh shit, that's uh, right. So, Ben, you've played a little bit. Of, yeah, I, of I played most. I need to. I need to get back into it. I so, need to. All of the all of the uh, crossover stuff so far: uh, Street Fighter, Devil May Cry, Assassin's Creed, uh, Horizon, Mega Man. They've all been just cosmetic stuff. Sure. This is a fully fledged mission with the help from CD Projekt Red. This they turned Monster Hunter into The Witcher. It's incredible. You do. There are dialogue choices. You do investigations like Batman. You have to fight a monster from the uh, the Witcher world. You use his weapons. And at the very beginning of the game, it says, "Hey, you can choose to play as Geralt or you can play as your own character." Uh, but why the hell would you want to do that? I've done that for 200 hours. Uh, it's like over an hour long. It's a fully involved mission. Like, and the voice actor's back. It, like, it's, it's Henry it's, Cavill came back. Henry Cavill's there. He looks <laughs> wow. terrible. Wig and all. Yeah. Uh, I'm just. I'm. I'm <clears throat> so impressed. I'm so impressed. That's awesome. Man. I, st- I, I thought it was just going to be a very short thing, but it took me like an hour and a half last night. I was up till four in the morning finishing it. Yeah. And I was like, this is only part one of part two. And I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like, um, good on them and good on that yeah. company for like giving them assets That's to like awesome. use. Yeah. It's super cool. That's it, cool. Uh, uh, quick question. Yeah. Cause you brought up Henry Cavill. Uh, are they filming The Witcher right now? Yeah. That's, that's filming. Yeah. Okay. Has anybody noticed that Henry Cavill's hair is like really long now? No, it is a little, it is longer. He's been growing it out, and he's yeah. getting really buff, like buffer than he was as Superman. He's ripped. Yeah, well, he sh- <sighs> like he we he did a picture. He did a picture. Yeah. What are you referring to? Yep. He did a picture standing next to the the a statue of Superman. Yeah. And he's much more ripped than he was with Superman. Uh-huh. Interesting. I'm I'm really curious about what his actual final look in the show is going to be because he's really bulk right Man, now. So again, if it's filming right now, he's bulk. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird because like again like Geralt's like a slim dude. So like I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes. We'll see. And he has he has the longest hair I've ever seen Henry Cavill have. Yeah, he's still gonna wear the wig, but he's I'm sure probably like second season he's hoping to dye his own hair. Who knows? Yeah. Hell and, yeah. I know uh Chris Hemsworth, the first Thor, yeah, that's not a wig. Oh, the first one? Yeah. Nice. The second one by the time Avengers you he, can tell. he had a wig. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell. I, I liked I like that looking the first Thor too. Me too. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to touch on or should we go should we move on um 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 I think that's it okay cool let's move on and here's your bread and your butter here's your bread butter hey okay not in my ear thank you woo (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready for news oh my god so first up I'm keeping that so first up we have uh, some updates. Man. Boy, man. you threw him. That's spooky. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was good, man. Woo. So first up, we have some updates on the Fox Disney deal. Fun stuff. Wow, we're stuff. starting here. Great. Yep. Starting, starting at the bottom. Now we're here. Starting here. Um, it's because there's a lot to touch on. We have some uh, I'm gonna touch minor it. news. Everywhere. Um, so the, the first thing that, that came... No, I'm not going to do this chronologically. I don't care. So the first thing I wanted to touch on... <laughs> Do a biographic. Just funny. Yeah. Go on. So the first thing I want to touch on is uh, Fox Broadcasting. 
which is the uh, television arm of Fox, of, of Fox, 20th Century Fox, Fox, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we had heard, and if you guys go back to our special on uh, on the Fox Disney deal as soon as it was finalized, or quote unquote. What was this, a year ago? Uh, yeah, about a year ago. Wow. 2017 oh, wow. was when the deal was made. Wow. We're now in 2019. <laughs> We're Ooh. still alive. <laughs> <laughs> We're still here, guys. Wow. Um, that uh, Rupert Murdoch had said he was going to call it New Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was going to be called New Fox. Uh, however, that was a stupid name, and he's and they are not going with that. They're going with Fox Entertainment. Um, the uh, 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 They said, we've renamed simply Fox Entertainment. Fox Entertainment is an open canvas upon which we'll create new ways to do business. It's a startup company, albeit with roughly $26 billion in valuation. Wow. So basically, what they're doing is this will be spun off as an independent company and will exist solely independently. Um, from anything that Disney is going to do with Fox, uh, they have they have launched a new. Uh, this is official, by the way. They are now forever called Fox Entertainment. Everything everything that isn't part of the Disney deal is now Fox Entertainment. Yeah, as of as including of Wednesday, Fox News and ESPN. Fox News, ESPN, ESPN, Disney. 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 Oh yeah, Fox Sports, yeah. Fox Sports. Sorry, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Because uh, Disney can't own the the sports or the news because uh, of ABC and ESPN. Mm. And Fox wanted to keep the news anyway. Yeah. Uh, they've also launched a new thing called Sidecar, which is a content development accelerator, uh, which is going to be run by former Fox president Gail Berman. It's going to develop scripted and unscripted programming to go hand in hand with other programming from its parent company. He had this to say, uh, Sidecar will be, fo- will be focused on incubating programming first for Fox and where relevant for third party platformers. So anything like their television shows, such as Orville. This is also animation so that's actually a different thing. that's a different that, studio that name. is a different thing this is, Fox, this is still fox entertainment but it's not sidecar their fox entertainment is doubling down on animation properties such as bob's burgers and the simpsons which they've renewed for two more seasons right nice uh family guy anything that's airing anything that fox puts out animation wise yeah so disney is not going to own the simpsons no, no no but i'm saying like sidecar is the no they named the studio that's in charge of the animation it's a separate and en- like separate name under it, fox entertainment. it's not sidecar Sidecar it, is different. That sounds like it. I'm going to look this up. Uh, sidecar is, is specifically just new content thing uh, that are, that's going to be developed, scripted or unscripted. Um, Fox Entertainment will... I know a lot of people were, were um, thinking that like all the IP that Fox owns, like Simpsons, Family Guy, would go to Disney, but Disney is not going to get the Simpsons or Bob's Burgers or things like that, which I'm kind of okay with. All right. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the beginning of it. So we're starting to see what the post Disney Fox merger is going Fallout. to look like. Um, for example, we now know a lot of information thanks to the Hollywood Reporter about what what Fox well Sparks is looking this up. Uh, what uh, Fox is going to look like under Disney. Now it looks like and it's gonna be naked is what it's gonna be. I know they're just gonna rip off the what does the fox say? Wow that's uh that's a cut. There's a fox in. What a, is his sound? There's a fox in uh, a dog's uh, a dog's way home, yeah. and it makes the screeching noise. I'm like, is that what the fox says? <laughs> um, is that a CGI fox or a real fox? Probably a CGI fox. Okay. There's a lot of CGI animals in that movie. Is that the one with the cougar or yeah. the mountain? Yeah, oh, it looks so bad. <laughs> it does. Uh, the dog raises the cougar from a as from a from a little kitten. That's pretty cute. Yeah, for okay. two years the dog raises that cougar. Wow. Um, so Fox under Disney looks like, and now all this can change um, because the deal is not yet finalized. 
Um, but it looks like it will be an imprint. Yeah, Sidecar will also be handling all the animation sides. Oh, of Fox okay, so I was wrong. Cool. Um, yeah, they, they're saying uh, it's a division of the company dedicated to developing scripted and unscripted programming for Fox Networks. Um, there will also be a focus on animation. They still want to keep an animation domination kind of slate for Fox animation Entertainment. Animation domination. Okay. That's, that's the quoted words. Cool. That's cool. I used to be a fan of animation domination. I still watch Bob's Burgers. They, they already announced two animated films in production under Sidecar, which is Duncanville and Bless the Hearts. Those are two new shows or films? Two two new animated shows. Okay, cool. Nice. So I was talking specifically about like the Fox animation television, but mm-hmm. it says all all their all their entertainment coming under Sidecar, including their animation division. Cool. So yeah, I think this you know I think Orville and and um, other shows that Fox puts out that I don't watch. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I only watch two shows on their on the network. Oh, Legion Season 2 is finally on Hulu. I'm so going to watch finally. the shit yes, out of that. Yes, I told you. Yeah. Watch the shit out of that. Anyways. Yes, that is that is happening. Uh, that and comes up later. Yes, it does. Um, so Fox under Disney is going to be an imprint, much like Touchstone and Miramax was back in the day, before Iger sold them all off. This all sounds great. By the way, I, I found out what happened to Miramax after Bob Iger uh, got rid of it. Because Bob Iger famously, no R-rated content, wants PG-13 content, family-friendly content, uh, we'll get to the bit where that's yes. so that's changed a little yeah. later. Uh-huh. But be- prior to this, he was he was hardcore no R-rated content. He got rid of Miramax. He got rid of Touchstone. That's why Touchstone doesn't didn't make Split or, or sorry or Quentin Glass. Tarantino mm-hmm. um, and, or any Tarantino films. So tar- that's why Tarantino went to Weinstein, which also now he's <laughs> going back, baby. <laughs> he's coming going, right back to he's his going yikes. to Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. He's going to Warner Brothers for, the, for this new one. So, but Disney put out you know Pulp Fiction and Unbreakable, like tons of stuff um, under Touchstone and Miramax. Miramax, by the way. Is 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 all is what filed for bankruptcy after they were? They are now just a rights holder. They are a there are a dude in an office. Is one dude in an office is now Miramax? Jonathan Miramax. Yeah, well, I mean that's an over exaggeration, but Miramax has fallen after Disney sold them. Miramax is like a shell of what it used a to be. A shell company. It's horrible. A movie shell company. Um, it, and they're not. I mean, they, all they have is is just kind of. Do we still own this? Yes. You can't use it yeah. unless you make us $5 million. <laughs> I choked a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> so Fox, it looks like Fox is going to be that new subsidiary under Disney and not, and will be able to operate independently from Disney um, in a way. Obviously, Disney pays the checks. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes all the big decisions. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the output, however, is going to reduce from 12 to 14 movies a year, which is what di- which is what Fox has been putting out for many years, uh, to four to five. So their output is going to be drastically reduced from now on. Which, sure. Um, uh, supposedly, the fanfare is still going to exist. So we're still going to see the dun, 20th dun, Century dun, Fox fanfare dun, dun, in front of films. Uh, which is what I'll the Hollywood just, Reporter I'll just say says. A Disney Company now. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the old Simpsons joke that you told me about. Yeah, uh, now ben. Walt Disney Company. Oh, Jesus, dude, Simpsons literally like has predicted the the world for the last twenty yeah, years. Except Disney re- doesn't actually own the Simpsons now. It's yeah. really, but they it's, predicted they it's would. Super scary. Yeah, because there's because now instead of saying a Fox News corporate or a news corporation company, it's going to say a Walt Disney Company corporation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's probably like Miramax had their own um, New Line Cinema like turns like the Warner Brothers logo turns into the New Line Cinema logo. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. something similar to that. So yeah. it sounds like the 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 20th Century Fox logo will will still exist mm-hmm. which is kind of cool and, you know, I'm, I'm glad that's not going away yeah, the f- I, I just like the fanfare because there's always this feeling of like ooh what's going to happen now when you hear the we're going to watch the movies I've always happen. I've always loved the the X-Men ones 
where it will do at the end of the fanfare we'll do the oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like oh that's cool and then the X will just kind of linger a bit oh uh, yeah I've always liked that I mean every Star Wars movie does it transitions to, like from Fox to Lucasfilm like yes and then then they added the Disney castle and stuff I'm like the castle no, never appeared has it not really no, no it just says Lucasfilm nice it's yeah. all it's just silent Lucas just look film. at that look at that good job just, Disney Disney doesn't put their castle logo on Marvel or Star Wars films yep. oh you're definitely right about Marvel yeah yep. Oh yeah, baby. They, they leave them to be their own entities. Hell yeah, they do. Yeah, the the only the difference between what's happening here and what's happening there is uh, that Lucasfilm and Marvel are dedicated solely to a brand. Yeah, to brand things. development, whereas Fox will probably exist largely the same, just with less films. Um, the other thing is Fox Searchlight and Fox 2000. Fox Searchlight, a company near and dear to my heart. Indie uh, Darling. Yeah, Indie Darling. Um, them and Sony Pictures Classic are the two that really like shepherd in- independent pro- uh, projects. Mm-hmm. Um, they will uh, they will also exist in a very similar way to 20th Century Fox. Um, the sad part is an estimated four to five thousand jobs are going to be lost in this merger. Yeah. Uh- that 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 is a huge bummer. That really does suck. Yeah, um, a lot of people are losing their livelihoods. Uh, it was gonna happen anyway, and like that's like I know we've talked about this a bunch, but like I feel like everything you just said, best case scenario for for this entire this situation. This is definitely the best. This case is scenario. exactly what I imagined would happen. Besides the job loss. Yeah. But like Disney's smart. Like they know how to make money, and they're gonna let the things that make money continue to make money. And like this is only going to help the properties that aren't doing well right now. I think this is going to help Alien and Predator. It's going to help all these other franchises. That which, is RoboCop a Fox thing? Do we know? Yes, I believe so. Anyway, all of these. I'm all, not going to say yes. yes. All of those franchises, like I feel like they'll get the Disney bump. And I, this is again besides the job stuff. This is only beneficiary for for entertainment. See, I'll disagree with the. I, I will disagree with the only. I think. Long term, this is going to hurt the entertainment industry mm-hmm. in a very major way. In which case, like Sparks and I talked about before we, we started recording, we are going from six to five major uh, major studios. Uh, Fo- um, Fox had a thirty percent share in Hulu, which now Disney, because of this, Disney will own a sixty percent share in Hulu, which mm-hmm. will uh, probably eventually uh, push out NBC Universal and Paramount and, and other ne- and other networks because they will probably get you know that could happen. I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying it's it's likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the loss of a major studio, the likes of which we have never seen in our lifetime, is going to do some major harm. Uh, in the long term, I don't know. Silence. I almost think it's better in some ways that it, we're losing a major studio this early on, like this, because it might force the entertainment industry to adapt a little faster. Because we're heading, we were heading for one of them to go down anyway. Yeah, yeah. with oh. the way that with the way that third party platforms like, are people got to remember increasing like, their production. Fox is the one that was selling Disney. Was the for best sure. offer for no, sure? Disney was not the best offer, or it was the one that they got that bought. Fox, I, mean. I, I I heard this argument before. Fox and Disney didn't win a bidding war. Fox never never seriously considered anyone else's offer. Uh, they were. This was Murdoch being like, "I'm not rich enough. I want I want Iger to own my company now." This is like if Walt Disney sold Disney when he before he passed away. It's not the. It's not like he he just was. And my biggest problem with this is just I'm a socialist and I hate big business and I hate billionaires, um, unless I become one. Mm-hmm. Yay, billionaires! No, <laughs> um, there's no need to be a billionaire. No, there's not. Uh, the uh, says so it's, it's this is a billionaire saying to his billionaire buddy, 
hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Do you want my company? Mm-hmm. That's that's where I fundamentally have a problem with this. On a creative output, we don't really know what the long-term effects are going to be, but I, I feel like it's not going to be good in the long term. I'm nervous. I mean, yeah. like when we talk like things like Alien and Predator, even Deadpool, um, like, yay, Disney bump monetarily. Cool, because they got the money to put behind it. Great. Yeah. Uh, they have not made the most solid live-action film choices uh, over the past few years. Like, we've got the remakes of the classic anime films, which land where they do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Marvel Studios and Pixar and, and Lucasfilm, and those are all their own decisions, but what Disney has chosen to do live-action-wise with their original programming is things like Wrinkle in Time, mm-hmm. Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. Artemis Fowl that's about to come out, mm-hmm. Nutcracker, Nutcracker mm-hmm. BFG. Not really hitting the marks they're supposed to so disney being in creative control isn't necessarily a a plus yeah we're in good places with the rest of these things it's not a no, guarantee yeah. I, again that. yeah but like uh like of all the other studios and again this is where we disagree like of all the other studios like i just take a look at if fox was going to go to another studio what studio bought two giant franchise builders and have only made them better no i know like I just don't have the same faith with Comcast or any other company. There is the there is the Fox other... was going down no matter what they wanted to sell. No, no, I I know, yeah. I know, I, I just it's, Again, and no studio is perfect. This is not perfect. This isn't me arguing like yeah, no, oh, it should have been somebody yeah. else. It's me saying you know this isn't a guarantee of like great of stuff to not. come. It, I think the difference is that Lucasfilm and Marvel have their own heads still. Mm-hmm. This doesn't. Disney's going to have to appoint it who do, who runs this, right. and yep. that decision could be great. It could also be terrible. Yeah the the um, the idea that I I disagree uh, that I don't think Disney was the best choice for, for Fox to go to also um, primarily because Disney is already uncompetable. Like they because they have Marvel and they because they have Star Wars and because they're of their remakes and Pixar and and, and animation they it, it's a joke. For anyone else to co- try to compete with them, now they have the the sixth largest film studio mm-hmm. under them. Now they become even more uncompetable. Now you no Aquaman beat Mary Poppins at least. No, there is that. Um, the, the exception an exception, not the rule. Um, no, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah the the idea that if Disney, I believe I know that this is the argument that Disney is making to the to the government to to allow this deal to go through. People can still compete with them. That's a joke. Disney cannot be competed with. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony, Paramount cannot compete with Disney. It's not even, they're not even playing in the same game. Yeah. And now with this, that's just another studio that Disney doesn't need to pretend to compete with. And so that's the thing is that they have created a monopoly without creating a monopoly. In the, wor- in the worst case scenario, I'm not saying this is exactly what's happening. In the worst sure. case scenario, they have created a monopoly without having a monopoly. Yeah. Much like cable cable networks. You know, the idea that, okay, AT&T, you're in that spot. Okay, we won't be there either. Like, that's a monopoly. Mm-hmm. But they're technically not because there's multiple companies. Ben, go for it. Uh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no you put him on the spot. Here, here's Summed the it up thi- great. Here's the thing. I do, all this business stuff. I I'm not interested in. But at the same time, I should probably should be more attention to it. But here's my. I'm probably gonna be saying the same thing I said when I first found out about this deal. Disney's getting all Marvel again. I am just. I am very optimistic for what's gonna happen. 
and it sucks about those jobs. And also, I am kind of weary because you're right, Brandon. We are losing. We went from six major studios. Now we're down to five. And what Spark said that? Yeah, well, Spark said that. Sorry. What is going to happen after? Because now I'm a little nervous that this is going to start a domino effect. That we will have those yes, monopolies that we don't point. want. Because you're point. Brandon. You're right. Disney is uncompetable. Like, sweet. Aquaman beat Mary Poppins. I'm glad about that because actually Aquaman's kind of better than Mary Poppins. My man. Yeah. My man. I really enjoyed that movie. And there is still a thing. It was like, oh, what movies are coming out to? Oh, this one, this one, and the new Disney one. Well, Disney's going to win. I mean, look at it. Yeah. It's it's the it's Disney. You say Disney, and people are going to gravitate towards that because they know what they got. Honestly, before Mary, but before we saw what happened in, in the December box office, if you had told me that Mary Poppins was coming out uh, with uh, with Aquaman and Bumblebee, I would have said, well, Mary Poppins wins. Yeah, uh, just like we've talked about before, like the comic book film bubble will burst. The, mm-hmm. the Disney bubble is going to burst too. Yeah. Yes. It's like yeah. we're we're heading for it. Yeah. It's definitely going to happen because it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that that the long 80s. ago that Disney... The 80s had the dark time. No, no, no that, that Disney wasn't putting out s- solid stuff across the board. Right. Nobody really was invested in any Disney properties. John this Carter. was... Huh? Uh-huh. The age of John Carter. No, earlier, Chicken Little. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Chicken Little. When, when nothing in the animation studio... Mars Needs Bombs, which everybody forgets <laughs> <how> even <laughs> happened. Biggest because bomb. Disney wants you to. Biggest bomb ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like The, the, it, the bubble will burst. Um but they, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to get new footing. What what could what optimistically can happen is that with the Fox deal, that that hopefully they can divide up some new creative output, some things that uh, not only like the franchises that Fox already had, but new things that they can put under that umbrella that they can do, that they can go to those places because they have the opportunity now to put funding and put the right people in the mindset because some things Disney has done putting Ryan Coogler on Black Panther or yes. things like that. I know that's still kind of a Marvel Studios decision, but like they're good they're getting better at putting good people behind the camera, yeah. behind the the editing room. If they can bring that to Fox and do projects that are more adult or all across the board, things that they can't necessarily put under the Disney brand name, that's a positive step forward. Right. It also might cause more independent studios to even take a, a rising to the top. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we're losing one of the major studios, but like there are a lot of studios that have been pushing further and further into you know hey we get butts and seats now too like right. a24 it's a big one that's been up and coming for a while yeah, so uh, th- this this could also a24 see that is too. a good example because a24 isn't owned by anybody right you know a lot of people use blumhouse and a24 but i say you know blumhouse owned by universal yeah a24 yeah. though is is a studio that's well and holding its own absolutely with because of the creative choices that it makes and and if that happens then we're looking at better creator owned content right happening. i know i've I, seen I, an I wanna... a24 movie but remind me some of their films again Oh, um, a ghost story. The witch. Um, Hereditary. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it comes at night. Yeah. It comes at night. Um, the one with Robert Pattinson that I was trying to remember the other day. Water for elephants. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I just, I just want, I just want to say, like, um, good time, Ben. Mm-hmm. You're, you, you know, you know yeah. the the idea that. You know, my, you know, you share a very similar view. Oh, Bo Burnham's Eighth Grade and Moonlight. Eighth yeah. Grade, Moonlight. Okay. Yeah. Um, Moonlight won an Oscar. There oh, you go. Good Lady point. Bird. Uh, Lady Bird's real if good. If Beale Street could talk, maybe. I no. don't remember. No, not that one. No, okay. <laughs> um, the the idea. A lot of a lot of uh, fans, uh, like like you and a lot of people listening, I'm sure. You know, it's the idea that hey, Disney's finally going to have all of Marvel. You know, that's cool. Yeah. But I don't think we should. That's a tiny fraction. It's that such, is, a, it's such yeah. a tiny fraction of like, like it, it's become. Hey, I'm okay with people losing their jobs if Marvel if Marvel gets to have Wolverine punch Cyclops. 
or no punch uh, Captain America. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not the same thing. That's no. different. <laughs> like, like you know, yeah, I, I, I get I, it. I I've, get it. I've gotten a little, I've gotten a little meaner with my with my allegories uh, over the, over time. But like it's it's um, we shouldn't be we. It's, it's, I don't feel I don't feel like we should be okay mm-hmm. with this potentially uh, fatal move uh, because Marvel can make an X Men movie. True, but at the same time. We could get Ryan could finally get his wish of having Fantastic Four in Phase Four. I, that, it, yeah, that, that's yeah, great. The, the, oh, the, you're right. The, the, the two thing, are separate. Things. The thing again, though, is like again, this this was this was written. Fox was going was gonna go down. These right. people were gonna lose their jobs, and that that sucks. Yeah, I like I would rather Disney have it than than a Comcast. That does create less competition, but maybe those other studios need to create better movies so there's less so there's more competition then. And also, I mean, I Disney don't know. puts out. Mostly good things. Yeah. I think Universal. I, I think Universal puts out really good stuff. Yeah. And also, I don't know if this is They've just. Di- I don't know. I don't know if this is just Disney or Bob Iger <clears throat> being, air quotes, benevolent gods or whatever. Yeah. But we're still getting Fo- Fox Searchlight isn't going anywhere. That Fox Searchlight is what gave us shape thank of water. Good night. Yeah. Thank goodness Fox Searchlight isn't going anywhere. Yeah, no, I mean I that's, was, that's the good thing. I was really got, worried because we got shape of water thanks to Fox yeah. Searchlight. We've got a lot of great films thanks to Searchlight. And again, Stan and Ollie. Might be Sony oh. Pictures classic. I can't remember. Mm, I'll look it up. Um, and like, and it's it's again, like it wasn't a guarantee with Disney, but like if some yeah. other company bought it, there's not a guarantee that any exactly. of those Fox companies would uh, still be around. Again, it exactly. was it like, was, it's always been a guarantee. Like, this was happening to was, Disney. Uh, this La- is this is Murdoch and Iger being buddy being billionaire buddies. Yeah, but is um, was La La Land Searchlight? No, La La Land was Lionsgate. Oh, it was Lionsgate. Mm. But those indie creators can still make their films through remember Fox. When Lionsgate Search- was a, like a a prominent production company. I remember Lionsgate before they took over Twilight. Or no, was that new? That's new Summit. Never mind. No, Sony Pictures Classics. Okay, yeah. For Stan and Ollie, sorry. Okay. We saw Sony Pictures Classics. Uh, no, it, Lionsgate had a potential to be a major contender, but they put all their eggs into the YA basket, and it just did collapsed. they do Pacific Rim? No, that no. was legendary. Leg- I always get who Lionsgate also legendary. had positioned themselves as a major player, and then a lot of genre of, stuff, yeah, and then kind yeah. of like crumbled and fell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, there's more. There, there's more. Uh, there's a shareholders meeting. Uh, I think we're starting to get into. Uh-huh. Um, there's a shareholders conference call, which Bob Iger tends to leak a lot of stuff that he, <laughs> I'm sure people wish he wouldn't. Yeah. But this one is not bad. Uh, Bob Iger had this to say during the conference call. We do believe there is room for the Fox properties to exist with, without significant inf- Disney influence over the nature of the content. Making that we see that they're certainly popular popularity... We see that there's certainly popularity amongst Marvel fans for... I'm, I think something went wrong there. <laughs> he had a stroke. Someone had a wrong typo. Bob Iger had a stroke. <laughs> or just this quoting. Uh, fans for the R-rated Deadpool films, for instance, we're going to continue in that business, and there might be room for more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting to me, specifically because Bob Iger said many times he doesn't. he's not interested in R-rated content. I think I think something that, re- regardless of like all the, the feelings outside of everything, yeah, that's true, but um, uh, Bob Iger is good at, has shown... That he's good at doing what a lot of uh, other um, producers, po- po- not just them, but po- politicians in our country, uh, aren't good at reading the writing that's on the wall of what uh, reading, where things are in the heading. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Iger's really good at seeing, like, okay, I see where things are going, what people really want, and knows how to like maneuver things into a direction that they're going to want. Right. That, that he's a good businessman in that way. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that he's changed his stance. This it's a, is it's a new evolved time where he recognizes the value of it. To be fair, th- this is just a glorified way of saying 
we're discussing our options. Right. But it's still it's still a positive way to look at that, I think. But I mean mm-hmm. even that that what we're talking about before with the Fox searchlight and everything, he right. he understands the value. Yeah. For the future of it. Mm-hmm. Like it is is not awesome as it is for all the people losing the jobs. This is a person who does recognize the value of what people want and where things are headed. Yeah, he's not. No, he's not. He didn't explicitly say that he's going to that Deadpool three will be rated R. However, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying he didn't either. Right. Um, Faggy has, however, said he doesn't want R rated content in the MCU. Right. So that does p- that. So that well, I wonder if there's a sea change there. Perhaps Bob Iger will take a more overhanded approach. There. That only so, matters if they try to make Deadpool three MCU. Yeah. Good point. I was gonna say because like. Well, I mean, technically, isn't the Netflix stuff MCU? And those are rated R. Yes, technically, uh, but but he, but, but he doesn't. But he doesn't have control. No, over I know, that. but like, I mean, sure. like the the Disney Plus this stuff. Around, the Disney around Plus stuff will be his con- is his controlled, right. and that's not going to be rated R. Yeah, I figured that. Yeah, um, he, um, Jeff Loeb curates the the more mature content. <clears throat> Um, on television. Speaking of, uh, Hulu will be the new place for our rate, for mature rated content because they will have a sixty percent share in that in that company. Uh-huh. That sounds um, cool. And the other thing is, what well, it was interesting. Last thing about about this, one four three, which is the Bendis uh, written Fox Marvel script that we are the all Kitty assuming it's a Kitty Pride movie, even though to be fair, it hasn't been it hasn't been a, um, blatantly said blatantly said. Um, Bendis says it's still happening. He's still writing it. He, uh-huh. he he tweeted that he's still working on it. This comes from after a rumor was said that all the stuff that would have come out after this deal has been shelved. It's no longer happening. X Force Gambit 143. All these aren't happening. Silver Surfer. What else did they? Did, what else did they announce? Um, you said Gambit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you got it. Uh, the, so perhaps those films are still in development, um, and perhaps. Perhaps uh, uh, Fox will still control some Marvel properties. Who knows? Well, I th- I think this could just be coming from a place of Bendis has been working on it, wants to finish the script, and isn't it has no guarantee that it's going to get made. Mm, true, good point. It's just like business as usual, yeah. Yeah. And then whoever's the new boss will look at the script and throw it out afterwards. Right, or yeah. or decide this is really great, let's yeah. do it. Which I yeah. which I hope I'm hopeful for, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Um, all right, that's a, that's that's a, that's the update. You right. know, who kn- the deal is rumored to go through in March, so we'll see. That's very soon. We'll see. Cool, cool. Most things are positive. Certainly the best For, case scenario. Right, best case scenario kind of situation. Um, there's still, there were always going to be downsides. Yeah. 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 And uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, the uh, DC dartboard strikes again. Uh? A new DC film has been announced, The Trench. Oh my god! This, <laughs> what <laughs> freaking news is this? This is this, real. I thought that this is real. This, this is, real. is real. I thought this was a rumor. This no, is this real. is real. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Noah Gardner and Alden and Aiden Fitzgerald have been hired to write the Aquaman spinoff, which will not have any of the Aquaman characters, and details are being kept under wraps. But it will take place within the kingdom of the trench. Yeah, uh, Ryan. Yeah. If I may steal your uh, Lindsay Ellis's famous catchphrase for a second. Yeah. Thanks. I hate it. Well, I mean, she was a lot more happy when she said it. It's like I sarcastic. hate it. Well, see, like, I no, really I like hate Aqu- this. I, I automatically hate I, this. I, I, I don't because I really like Aquaman. I love Aquaman too. So I have no Aquaman. Reason. I love Aquaman I mean, too. Well, let it's me finish. It's Brandon. a horror. It's a horror property. Let me James please Wanda's finish. Horror. I like Aquaman a lot, but having just a movie about the trench, I think, is stupid and dumb and does not belong. I, well, I don't think the movie is going to. I don't think the, a, a member of the trench is going to be the main character it's of just, this film. The, the whole I script don't, is. <laughs> <laughs> 
What does that the, mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it's like, it means keep out. We hate you. That's best, what it means. The best thing I saw was like, cool, so we're not getting a Batman movie or a Superman movie, but we're getting a fucking trench movie. That's great. There's our one. Thank Sorry. you. Like, no. But people we got the Batman movie. Well, I mean, it's not out yet. I mean, but we're getting it. No, I know, but eventually. the point is, we're talking about a trench movie before, like, before even so, before even an Aquaman sequel. That's so silly that's because the Aquaman sequel hasn't of been announced. All the, like, we don't know what their idea is, but the fact that the that the plot is surrounding surrounding uh, fish that don't talk, that don't have like a language, is it the fall of the trench? <laughs> that's awesome. But you know what? I've watched a movie about like the fall a of the trench. No, I, I, would, I assume I would rather a read a comic about the fall of the trench that ties directly into the Aquaman movie than watch a full feature length <sighs> film the about is, the though, fall of the trench that doesn't have any Aquaman. It it won't have any of the characters, so we're not so going to see Aquaman. We're not going to see Mom. Um. Nicole Kidman. Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. That's great. Yeah. We're not going to see her getting stuck fighting the trench trying to get to the Maybe we will. Kingdom. Maybe see, we, we will. Don't. You no, just said they're not going to have any of the characters from the Aquaman movie Aquaman. in it. Aquaman. Not going to have the main characters. We don't know. She's a main character in the movie. The whole damn plot yeah. is to find her so she can get the No, it's not. The, the plot isn't about... They think she's dead up until the end of the movie. She's missing Lily. Still. Like, that's true. The Three-fourths of them. Anyway, Ben, let me... So... You saw Aquaman, right? You know yes. how visually stunning it is? Yeah, it yeah is imagine another movie like that. That sounds great. Right now, it is a hard <laughs> pass. They have to bring me something freaking spectacular to change my mind about this. Anything I'm pretty can be sure, good. I'm pretty sure these execs, where they're right. throwing it, were drunker than I was last night, throwing it at the darts. So like, oh, Do you know why they're trend. so drunk? Because ben, Aquaman's a billion-dollar movie. Ben, <laughs> anything can be good. Aquaman, right. made, Aquaman made more money than Wonder Woman. Then every and it's the highest grossing DC. It's the movie. highest grossing, and then Dark Knight Rises. Is, is it the oh, really? It's yeah. the highest grossing oh, DC the movie. Highest grossing DC Aquaman's film, the money maker. <laughs> Who's Bruce Wayne? Aquaman. Aqu- Aqu- and, Aqu- and, and all of them are going. Wow, we thought it was Batman all this time. Yeah. It's Aquaman. But my that's man. where the money is. Hunterage had it right the whole time. Oh my God. They're announcing an Aquaman movie, but uh, not Aquaman. They're announcing a freaking trench movie. But what is this? Now they're a now, and now they're going to milk that until it's dead. Uh, yep. It's yep. the Iron Man 2 of the uh, <laughs> DC. No. The world's a DC. Right. Hey, man. Hey, look, they're making a Joker film without Batman, so whatever. Two. They're making two Joker oh, films without crap Batman. Baskets. Hey, I only one of them's that. actually happening for sure. For True. shizzles. For True. sure. Yeah. And to be fair, this is just development stage. This might not happen. It yeah. literally just got announced, hey, we're working on it. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Man, it, who knows, like, when they're how writing How many it, DC who? properties have they announced they never done? How many? Uh,. I don't have enough I have hands. The, I have the list in my kind of kind of. I kind of love this. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I kind of love that. I don't know what they're gonna do. Like if you yeah. ask, they're me, like, drunk with power. I, if you ask me, like, what do you think's the next DC film they're gonna announce? And I'll be like, well, probably Aquaman too. No, yeah, the they trench. Made so much money, and it's like the trench, and I'm like, man, I just I don't know what world <laughs> we live in. <laughs> This I, is, nothing no. makes sense. This I isn't love it. this isn't the darkest timeline. It's like the I, two on the on no, the dice. I, I kind of love. Like I'm like I I can't predict what they're gonna do. I'm kind of into that. I'm, I'd be they totally definitely into always the surprise trench, me. It's, it's just going to be like the Cimmerillion from Lord of the Rings. It's going to be like a prehistory oh. and just all about Atlantis and the fall. I'd be totally into if James Wan wanted to come back for this and make like a horror movie set underwater with the trench. I'm totally into that. That's what it's, I mean. Uh, it just sounds like right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, like I, the, the trench. I feel like I'd rather have him make Aquaman too. Me too. Yes, a hundred percent. Do that. Thank you, Sparks. Get, um, hey, look, we're still getting Aquaman too. Who's yeah, the guy obviously. who did Sinister? Lee Winnell. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, sinister. Sinister. Uh, uh, Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Guy did Doctor Strange. He's a spooky guy. Yeah, yeah. But, he's, do, on but he's doing Doctor Strange, Strange too. I know. <sighs> he can do both. 
All right. Anyway, what dumb news? <laughs> I, I like what you guys are saying. Like Brandon, your idea. I like what you're saying, but at the same time, I think it's really, really no, freaking stupid. This reminds this me. This is of, why I went here next. This is I reminds this me fun. of oh. the the uh, Super Spy Aunt May movie. You know what? That like no, we did not no. need. F F everything you guys have said. <laughs> it makes too much sense. Like I'd love a fall of the the trench yeah. story no it's a cruise ship that just happens to wander into the waters of the trench and it's just this one family it's a, story about trying it's a to million dollar against the monsters no, it's a million dollar blumhouse it. movie it's a blumhouse <laughs> movie. i'd yeah, watch yeah. the shit out of yeah. that i want this movie it's a side quill to aquaman look i'd yeah. watch all of these movies they're a mixed race family it's perfect the mom's the hero lee oh. is the writer He's also the captain of the boat. <laughs> Dad dies in 20 he's the minutes. He's the single character. He's the Coulson for all these movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, James Wan, are you listening? <laughs> oh, man. Wait, James Wan, we just gave you gold. We Please. know you're not working on Conjuring It's 3. called the Trench Colon Ghost Ship. God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm leaving now. Bye. Anyway, moving on. All right. Uh, Legion. Please, before I have uh, an It has been announced that Legion, the TV series that is now on Hulu that I can watch the second season of, Hell will yes. be ending with its third season. Yeah. Uh, not big surprise. It is it is the ending, Noah Hawley. Um, yeah, he right? said- Better to yes. burn out than to fade away. He said he always wanted to do a beginning, middle, and end, and the seasons are beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Um, but and if you see the end of season two- when you see it, you'll you'll kind of understand why there's only a season left. Right. The the added wrinkle to this is that the third season will finally see the the arrival of Professor Charles Xavier. Logan. Yes. Professor cool. X, played by Harry Lloyd, who was on Game of Thrones and Doctor Who. He was in the um the the um the cult of blood, but the blood pact, the human blood, human nature, human nature. Oof. The two it's a two parter with Martha. Uh, oh wow! The, oh yeah, the one back. where he, they're the things chasing the doctor. Yeah, and he goes and, and he erases his memory. Yeah, yeah. So he was good, good in that. In Game of Thrones, he is uh, Daenerys' brother who gets covered yeah. in gold. Yeah. Oh, in season one, he dies. God. He's playing young Charles. He's playing. Charles. He's playing. Well, he's playing specifically Charles Xavier, Professor X, and we have Stephanie uh, Cornelisi. Cornelie. But it is a young Charles. Uh, Legend of Tomorrow and Mr. Robot uh, will be playing oh. Gabrielle Holler. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these actors are younger than Dan Stevens. That's yeah. hilarious. I, I assume that we're, we're seeing them in flashback. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because they're s- so much younger than Dan. I, yeah. I can't. Uh, I think one of them is I, Which is why I'm, I, I'm bummed that, you know, because there was buzz a while back because Patrick Stewart was on the sh- that interview show with Dan Stevens yeah. that, that there was buzz that he would possibly Graham play, Norton. play Xavier at some point on the show and I, I'm okay with him not being it if we're going like real young with it that's fine yeah, yeah. um so younger than James McAvoy is, is right now yeah yeah uh so this will be interesting I I kind of prefer that I think at this point See, with that's where, super funny <clears throat> with where I'm at in season two I kind of prefer that it would be something flashback-esque or or uh not not set at the current moment in time for the main character because I I just don't see a good outcome of him meeting his father at this point i when they casted this guy uh i didn't even think about flashback stuff so i just thought like oh he's just going to appear to him as like his best self and like mentally you know like Uh like like a projection like in wolverine origins yeah like in wolverine origins sure uh (laughs) and then i mean i'm not wrong that's fine (laughs) did he Nope. I'm it's because in Wolverine Origins, he shows up and he can walk, but yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. bald and Yeah, I, I remember the ending of that movie. That, and it doesn't talk because CGI. it's not actually Patrick Stewart. Uh, oh, goodness gracious. This is completely CGI Patrick Stewart. Yep. Yeah, I, I, flashback stuff makes sense. 
Yeah. 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 Well, once they, because it wasn't just casting him, it was casting him and, and the mom, and they're both younger. And I'm like, no, flashbacks make a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Also, real quick, uh, the Minotaur from Legion. Yeah. It looks like the the Witcher monster you fight in Monster Hunter. That's dope. <laughs> He's like a Minotaur monster. I love that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Next. Uh, uh, Batwoman has finally cast its villain, Alice. Um, Batman's uh, Rachel. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Real quick. Before we go too far into that kind of related to the legion thing they they said that legion's getting its last season and this is the end of that x-men tv property that fox has yes uh we still don't know what's happening with the gifted though no we don't right uh i did see a thing just today saying that he that season three is in the works but in the works in yeah. the works yeah so yeah. season two wasn't well received yeah he said season no, we, three we, might still happen we though. both fell behind yeah. on it so i was uh, that's why i was wondering is because like everything moving over to disney would it makes sense what's happening with Legion because they're giving it its so ending, its final. So I was wondering what if we've had word on Gifted. I, I know we have anything. not. Uh, um, sorry. Uh, speaking of cancellations, Into the Badlands got canceled, and I'm sad. Go on. Okay. Uh, Batwoman's main villain will be played by Rachel Scarston. Uh, she's been cast as Alice, uh, which is quote the leader of her Lewis Carroll-inspired Wonderland gang, swinging unpredictably between maniacal and charming. Alice has made, uh, made it her mission to undermine Gotham's sense of security. Uh, this actress actually played Black Canary on the Birds of Prey TV series that CW put out a couple years back. Oh, oh that, that 2000. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Interesting. All right. uh, so not, not, not a stranger to the Catch DC Catch it on world. DC Universe now. I hear Alice in Wonderland, and I'm just thinking it should have been the Royal Flush Gang. Well, they're not. They're not. They're Alice not Wonderland. Wonderland inspired. No, I know, but it, instead of having them, they should, it should have just been the Royal Flush they Gang. They still have oh. the Royal Flush Gang. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just like, I think they had cool. the Royal Flush Gang on, on Arrow. They did. Yeah, they did. I don't even remember. Yeah, they were on long, Arrow. It was like season one. Oh Arrow. wow, okay. Yeah, um, that was way back then. They're an easy. They're an, they're an easy villain group to put to adapt to what Arrow was doing in the mm-hmm. first season. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm actually. I was when you said Alice and you said Alice in Wonderland. I was also thinking Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Well, Matt, Matt Hatter. Hatter. Yeah, there's tons of uh, Alice Wonderland inspired characters yeah. in the Batman uh, mythos. Are they? Um, I'm sorry. Are they? Are they like a team? No. Okay, okay. It's just a gang. Sometimes they team up, but they're not actually. Okay. A team. They, they don't have anything to do with it. Anyway, Alice in the comics is actually Kate Kane's twin sister, Elizabeth Kane. Oh. So they could be doing something like that, or perhaps they're going away from that storyline because we we heard before that they've cast a, a adoptive sister of Kate. Mm, okay. um, so <clears throat> perhaps that will not be the case here. But in the comics, she's kind of like this spiritual, ethereal, ghost-like character who is the twin of Kate Kane. Who was supposedly had died uh, at a young age. Okay. Oh. Is that the J.H. Williams? Yep. Stuff? Okay, cool. Real good. Real good. I like the J.H. Williams run, run, run a lot. Uh, the art is fantastic. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, the Halloween sequel has officially been greenlit by Blumhouse. Ooh. Oh. Uh, we saw that movie. It is uh, going to be written by Scott Teams, however. Um, is this a, a, a one-man team? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, it's no, man teams. no oh. word if David Gordon Green will return to direct, but the cast is also is um also looking is going is going to return. This is weird. This is really weird. This is Who, really weird. Do you have any information on what he wrote before Scott Teams? Nothing good. Oh man. Oh no. I mean, unless you like Firestarter. Firestarter. Um, this oh, is confusing man. only because the people involved originally were like, yeah, we got an idea of where to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, and now like I no don't Danny know McBride yeah hmm. yeah I I like Jason Blum he's been he does some good work but I'm wondering like what what happened yeah. what'd you do and also it kind mm. of bums me out because at the end of that Halloween of Halloween 2018 I was really hoping that would just be 
it. Yeah. I I'm kind of with you. I, I like that as an ending, but I yeah. but I was I had hope because they were like we have an idea for where to go for a second one. Now uh, now I have less hope. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, let's we should see how this develops. I'm like uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be paying attention cuz keeping I'm like, an eye out on this one. Uh yeah, if you're not going to have those same people making this movie, I don't yeah. know if you should do anything. Yeah. Maybe just yeah. let it be. Let it be. That's the end of that franchise. I, you got to think like Jamie Lee Curtis would just walk away yeah. if she doesn't like the script. But then we're, yeah. we're then we're in what Halloween Resurrection material, which mm-hmm. is the sequel to H2O. Let's I don't, kill, I don't think she'd, off. I don't think she'd even do that again. Like it would have to be off screen. I don't think she'd appear in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet considering what she's been through in the past with this franchise that she didn't sign a multi-film contract. I bet she signed one. Yeah. 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 And and then she's like, you know, if you if the right things are happening, I'll do another. Yeah. Cuz she's pretty protective of it at this point. Yeah. She doesn't like what happens. So especially if she has game. faith in it, then yeah. all right. But if especially she after the uh, the success of this one, like yeah. she's kind of like back. It's yeah. like she doesn't want to like. She really liked working one. on this one. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Makes one. me nervous. Here's hoping. Me yeah. too. Uh, Beasts of Burden, which is a uh, comic series that we all really enjoy. Hell yeah! Uh, thanks to Sparks bringing yeah, yeah. us our book club ones. It has a new series launching with Dark Horse. It's going to be a two part story that follows the the upon the, that's not my word. Uh, thank you. Team of paranormal investigators. Uh, investigator pets as they investigate the weird happenings of Bur- a Burden Hill. While poking around the neighborhood, an, an encroaching team of human occult investigators unwittingly disturb the graveyard where the mysterious, quote, master, un- end quote, lies. Mm. This series will be out May 1st. Is there currently a series out? There was a four-issue miniseries that was like a prequel. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's they're cool. Re- they're releasing a new um, collection volume in March. Are they? Yes. Hell cool. yeah. Mm. Yeah, and this is and this is the next so two parts. And that collection in March, I believe, has the two issues crossover with Hellboy. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. I want that! When Hardcore! You, when you buy that, I'm gonna read it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, gonna, read it. I'm gonna read it after you. There we go. Yeah, this um, is the first, the, this is the first new collection since that, that one we read originally. Hellboy. So yeah. really yeah. exciting. Uh, also, you had something else you wanted to touch on? Yeah, uh, all the CW superhero shows got renewed. All of them. All of them. Big surprise. And Supernatural. <laughs> and Supernatural. Freaking for Supernatural. a 15th season? Ryan and I were talking Boy. about it this morning, and we were talking about, like, because, uh, oh, like, Carlos might be leaving Flash. Yeah, Vibe might be leaving Flash. And I'm like, oh, well, what? that's, like, one of the main characters I don't want ever to leave. So. Right. Um, and I was like, man, how crazy would it be if, like, they'd set up Crisis on Infinite Earths, and now they're just, like... No, we're just going to cancel all the DC superhero shows. Like, yeah. CW's Actual just crisis. like, nah, we're, we're done. done. <laughs> That's the end. Nope, not for me. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, they're all coming back. Yeah, okay. Um, some of those shows shouldn't. I don't think Arrow should come back. I disagree, because right now I think Arrow's pretty good. Yeah, Arrow's doing, Arrow's better Arrow's, than Flash for sure. Arrow's, Arrow's been better this year than Flash. 100%. Yeah, but... How long can they keep that show going? Yo, man, uh, you know, with this with this new showrunner, if they keep if they keep that story strong, then they're fine. Because Flash is getting the new Flash is getting weak. Now. The new showrunner really helped that show a lot. Did yeah. anyone see Supernatural's three hundredth episode? No, I apparently watched. It was pretty good. I'm yeah, whatever. B- uh, Daddy like, Boy's back. Like apparently, like pe- people, you know, people who dropped off. And 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 they went back for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, they were like, "This actually feels like classic it, Supernatural." I'm sure because he stayed away from it for a long time because he said he saw no value in returning as that character. That no, nothing they ever came to him with did he think was powerful Daddy enough or meaningful enough to the mm. story to be worth doing. Yeah, they brought back the mom. So too. it must have been she's been back for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. This show sucks. 
She's been back for like two years, three years. Really? Yes. That's dumb. Uh, yeah, uh, God gave her back as a gift. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Shut up. Thanks, Winchester boys. Meanwhile, you did was shot Here's by a British your mom. Spy. <laughs> oh my quit. God. Sorry, your mom was shot by a British spy. I mean, Here's you went further mom. than that. No, no, Sam yeah. was shot by a British spy. I'm I never sorry. went past season five. You kept going for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I made. I think I made it to eleven or twelve. Oh boy, Whoa, that's a couple buddy. of years ago. Well, okay. It, so this was a show that I put on while I did other things. Okay, it was it was on in the background, and I I paid attention when the episode was good, which happened on occasion that Somebody there was a good me. episode. This is this is how this is how it happened. I got through friends of friends with college. <laughs> no, but it sounds like he at least liked Supernatural. That's true. I liked I liked episodes. Yeah, yeah. I stuck around because every now and then there was like a really great episode. Like there was one in season nine or something where Jensen directed, and the whole thing was from the perspective of the car. <laughs> and that sounds that sounds weird, but what it was no, it is that awesome. you were always sitting inside of the car and catching the story oh. by the moments when the boys would get back to the that car. Sounds that sounds super indie cool. and cool. It was actually yeah. really great. So there there were gems, but they weren't. They kept being more few and far between. Kind of yeah. want to see that actually. That yeah, there cool. were there I, were great. I, I did want to see the Scooby Doo crossover. Yeah, oh. I I still want to watch that one. That sounds cool too. Uh, season six had an episode that was all about just staying with Bobby. That should have been in season five, honestly. But it was a season six episode that's all about just like Bobby, a day in the life of Bobby. And that was a great episode. That's the season, so, that's the season he died in, right? No, he died in like seven or eight. Okay. Ben, do you ever watch Supernatural? I actually used to. Okay. Not like religious, not like I, like I started in a season one and went through. Um, before I had my, at my old job, when I had a, de- a better schedule and my Friday was my Wednesday, mm-hmm. I would come home from work and myself and my roommates who love Supernatural we would have whiskey and burger Wednesdays where we would make handmade where we would make cheeseburgers by hand, nice. drink whiskey, and watch Supernatural. That sounds like awesome. I would be watch it was the time when I was still caught up on Arrow and Flash and Arrow was on Wednesdays. But once Arrow was over, we watched Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I watched a few episodes of it. My roommate could me out on what happened and I was like, oh, Okay, cool. Oh hey, this is kinda of funny. And then I just never went back. I think I've watched one episode of Supernatural. Yeah. And it, one? it had a Wendigo in it. Oh, the Wendigo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. They were in a cave, and then there was a, a big... Seasons one through five yeah. are still good television. I, I believe it. I like those seasons. Yeah. All right, moving on. Bye, Supernatural. Got a, got a lot of trailers to get through. As you guys know, we did not do a Super, a, a super Mini trailers. Bowl uh, Super Bowl special, because we, we did not figure there was no need. I had my own no. Super Bowl, if you know what I mean. Oh, oh buddy. <laughs> uh, Instead, so we watched a, a charming film, Zombies. This charming zombie oh, film with Anthony Oh, uh, burying the X. Yeah. Oh, I forgot we watched that. Yeah, it was a good yeah. movie. That's super fun. I like yeah. that movie. Yeah, you guys had a lot more fun. Than I did. That game was not a good game. No, we yeah. watched that. I avoided after, the Super Bowl after yeah. the Super Bowl was over. Oh, and we realized mind. you weren't coming over, and we really we felt really bad that you weren't coming over, and we we felt hard because we were like, oh man, if he comes over, we'll watch Shin Godzilla or Upgrade, oh. and you were like. No, I hate you. So you watched the zombie. No. That's not what he we said. We watched the rom com. <laughs> In Ben's defense, he said, "I'm just gonna take the night with Fanny, and that's fine." It's I don't talk. I don't know what, what he does to his Fanny. Aunt Fanny, <laughs> you're, you're despicable. I know I'm horrible. Despicable. So Captain Me. Marvel had a su- uh, shut up. This, <laughs> Captain Marvel had a Super Bowl trailer. It looks real good. I yeah, like this trailer does. a lot. It's kind of. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm pumped. It was more of the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, this which is fine. Higher. I don't want to. I don't want to see anything I haven't seen at this point. We get the her s- catchphrase. The scream wasn't in in the Super Bowl trailer. They released a scene. Uh, and there's a scene where a, a, a scroll rah, roars at her, and and she just goes ah right back, and I'm like, 
this movie's yeah, done. It sticks I'm, out sold. her tongue and it's everything. Great. Like <laughs> she's great. she's a character. She's great. This was so this was really this was really stupid. And I think we're we're gonna see a lot of this come when the movie comes out, and I'm not looking forward to it. Uh-oh. But the uh, someone posted that clip that you sent us and was like, I think I think critics are gonna like this movie because of feminism, but I really I, I think this movie's gonna be really bad with audiences. Uh. And I was just like. So all the other times that Marvel characters did that was okay, but because she did it and she's a woman is not, you suck. No, it's probably a white dude that said that, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah. Just avoid that. Just, you know, here it comes. No. Um, Damn. Are we about to get Wonder Woman again? I think so. Damn. I think that's, that's coming. Damn. Who cares? They're yeah, a minority anyway. Yeah. Avengers Endgame had a teaser, uh, and I really like the Avengers marketing if they keep doing this. Yeah. Cause give us nothing, just keep make it more me, sad. Yeah. Just keep giving me these little tiny suckles. Just give uh-huh. me more Steve Rogers grimacing. Did you see? Uh, there was like they turned it into a whole article, which I thought was unnecessary. But I was like, no, every that's a good frame point. was uh, turned no, no, into an article. No, they had another. They, someone said that like that that end shot from the old Infinity War trailer where they're all running in Wakanda mm-hmm. is actually probably from Endgame. Oh, I did see that. Like people th- speculate, Infinity. Some of the fake footage from Infinity War might actually show up Endgame, in Endgame because they were filming stuff. them around the same time. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that it's necessarily a guarantee, but I'm like, no, that's cool. I'm not holding out hope. It's a cool the time idea. Stuff. I think that they'll still just fake out footage. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Um, we we do see um, we we do see uh, Ant Man and and Rhodey. Yep. Uh, Nebula, suit up. Nebula mm-hmm. and Tony, Tony together. Yep. yep. That was one I did agree with. Is someone talked about the Ant Man and Rhodey shot. And it's weirdly angled. It looks like there should be somebody standing in between There's them. There's also when they're walking at I the think, end. The I think there thing. probably is. I think so, too. Just like in Civil War with Spider-Man. Yes. Like, there was multi- 100%. multiple shots in this trailer. Like, at the end, when they're that, walking, there's a huge space. That is yeah. definitely an oddly framed shot Yeah. if there isn't someone else standing there. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, things that things that you know that were there, that were really exciting, uh, like the Rocket is is in his classic Abnett and Landing outfit. And we don't know where he is. No, we don't. No. It's awesome. Um, however... Uh, this might throw a bit of a wrench in our in our uh, maybe hope, maybe theory, whatever we were talking, whatever it is for each of us. The idea that this film takes place shortly after Infinity War. I had a feeling it was going to be years. Because yeah. I don't think years. Yeah. I still don't think years. I, I think yeah. that's too long. Yeah, um, I'm thinking. Uh, I think. Uh, I th- let me get this thought out real quick. I think the because the we see the support group, we see the pamphlets, we see the the, uh, you know, it's not four days. Like, no, like yeah. I thought with Tony. Uh. I, I did not. I did not see those and think that those were made specifically for the decimation event. I think that's just grief counseling. Then they were really into ones. the rapture in that place because no, I mean, but like if you've ever seen like any promotional material for like a grief counseling place using that kind of imagery, that's not that's not unusual. But it specifically has shadows of multiple people with one person looking at them. I, it's like where? What do we go now that they're gone? There's that poster. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But like using their doesn't necessarily mean i'm just saying it's not a a guarantee that it's sure. been a large amount of time i don't know to me that still seemed like something that could easily just be regular grief counseling that here's why when you don't have yeah people in your life they're referring royally or not sure. maybe years is too much but definitely it's been it's been months at least it's yeah. been a while i was gonna say because at least six months maybe if you less. see the shot of new york uh the, the harbor there are dozens and dozens and dozens of ships in the harbor which means all those people came here and that didn't happen overnight city field no, sure city yeah. field is, is destroyed this is, this is what i think this is i think it's likely that this film takes place within four this film takes place within four four days to six months of infinity war i definitely i don't think much yeah. further i definitely don't think four days because i just don't all some of the things we saw then like, i have a lot part, of questions part, about where, where robert yeah, part, jr was part of the movie can start like four days in the, yeah. it could cover 
more, it, it more, really, more time. Man, for all we know, like this is all the first three minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like, like, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like that's what's they, exciting. I don't think they're going to show us much more from, from anything. Else I don't want to know anything from further in the film. I think they're smart enough at this point because they can put out literally. This is the joke that we talked about with Force Awakens. They could put out. Just quite literally, a blank white screen. Kevin Feige walks up and goes, "You're going to see it," and yeah. walks off. And yeah, we will. Hundred <laughs> percent. And I'll be the most V trailer in the world. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but there was a synopsis released this week. Um, oh. That says uh, that tells does, you nothing. It does tells you nothing, but it's <laughs> interesting. It's interesting. Uh, after the devastating events of Avengers: Infinity War, the universe is in ruins due to the efforts of the Mad Titan Thanos. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers must assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe once and for all no matter what consequences may be in store um speaking of uh you know what spark said that perhaps the beginning takes place uh closer and it's mm-hmm. maybe there is a time jump within the film yeah uh black widow's hair in the first trailer we see it's her short hair from infinity war and the this new trailer it's uh longer yeah so perhaps there is a there is a significant jump man who <laughs> who knows that's great i love that we can actually like speculate because they don't give us anything yeah. it's nice when they don't give us a three minute trailer that shows everything can't wait all right moving on hell That's yeah the, much more. the uh other i don't want to touch on this one yet us had a trailer uh for the super bowl and looked yeah. real cool. good <laughs> that yeah. looks terrifying yeah it's really good i'm really looking forward to you that you said that that looked a lot like parallel i i like the way it's sh- it the way it's feels, cut together it feels like like cause after after get out like these feel like like full-length twilight zone episodes to me right yeah. this feels like Maybe like these worlds are colliding at the same in the same dimension, so like they're overlapping. <laughs> so like this right. family appears in our world or something. It just feels very like parallel stuffs happening. Sure, yeah, a lot of you, shots. Could, you could be right, or it could just be a trick of editing. It could be, yeah. yeah. Um, the second part of the of the Jordan Peele trilogy of the of the Super Bowl that was the Super Bowl oh was my God. the Toy Story Four trailer. That's so crazy. Um, where we get a little bit more of the plot, a little bit more of Bo Peep, a little bit more of what's going on. Cute um, little scene. Little, little cute little scene of uh, Buzz yeah. Lightyear and uh, Garrett. They, they, Strat- yeah, Strat- really just a small TV spot to say Bo Peep's in the movie and here's some fun between Buzz and the Please guys stop that's talk. actually Please stop asking. She's yeah. in the movie. <laughs> uh, that looks good. But then the, the, the final one, I think probably the best uh, trailer at the Super Bowl was the Twilight Zone trailer. I got to yeah. say, uh, it was, it's a cool trailer. I bet if we were actually watching the Super Bowl, it had a much bigger impact. Because oh, yeah. it's like, because like, no, I, imagine. I was oh, watching, because yeah. I was watching that, I was watching the game live when the, when it came on and it, for a split second, because it, it, I thought for legit that they were doing those um, aerial shots from the blimp on uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. And then it cuts out, I'm like, what's going on? And then we see the empty stadium, Jordan Peele, and then, no. That's pretty cool, man. I'm yeah. actually sit- I was sitting there while I was like, no way. It's cool that they that it's like the first it's the only trailer it's the only trailer that utilized the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen anything do that for a while. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool. Uh, it's not no footage, no nothing. It's just Jordan no. Peele walking in the middle of doing a but monologue. That, but that even, monologue was right out of classic Twilight uh, yeah. Zone. But even Faye, she looked at me and she's like, What what's going on? Was something wrong on the TV? I was like, No. I'm pretty sure this is for Twilight Zone. Not adjust like, your television. And she looked at me, she's like, Wait, they're bringing the Twilight Zone back? And even my mom was like, They're bringing the Twilight Zone back? Yeah, CBS All Access. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Every time you remind me, I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> me too, Ryan. Yeah. Me too. Uh, damn yeah. it. I'm this look, this show's gonna be cool. Yeah, Adam Scott 100%. is gonna is gonna do thirty thousand feet uh nightmare thirty thousand feet. I'm so excited. Something on the week. Um all right, moving on. Child's play released a trailer this week. Yeah, man. What did you guys think about this one? I uh very interesting take. Uh I like it. I like Aubrey Plaza. I like, I like Aubrey Plaza, Plaza a lot. too. I'm really excited for Aubrey Plaza uh, to be my ho- to be a hot mom. Yeah. I would prefer that this it, it, that this not be possession. 
like a at this point if if you're going to do this story like present it this way like it could be like new ai and a toy that goes wrong small soldiers then then do it like don't do there's we got the tv show for that we got the tv show nine movies and a tv show coming out that are all about possession and again uh I I don't want what Chucky has been the last fifteen years with yeah. Bride of Chucky. It, it doesn't and Chucky, it doesn't appeal to me. Um, yeah. you know, do something different. Go back to its scary roots. Don't. don't it's just like uh, when yeah. we've talked about remakes and all yeah. that before. Like, be different. Yeah. Um. Or this. Or there could just be marketing wrong. It's a it's a hell mary. The the chip. Um. Yeah. The um. The interesting thing about this though is that there is a second child's play property in development at the same time. And, yeah. Uh, that that is rare. That it's is very happen. interesting, yeah, at the same time at least. Because yeah. it's it's not because the rights for the franchise are held by two different people who are two doing two vastly different things, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um anyway, uh, Missing Link had a trailer and I thought this was awesome. It very was. charming, very charming trailer. Missing yeah. Link is the new Leica fil- film, uh the people who did Coraline, Box Strolls, uh Paranorman and Kuba and the Two Strings, one of my favorite movies. Um this this film looks Really charming. I re- I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah. I like that a lot. I will say, I do wish they didn't show a Yeti because mm-hmm. it's kind of the Same. whole point of the movie. Same. But like it didn't like it didn't like ruin it. But I'm like, oh man, I kind of wish. That's a really good joke too. Yeah. That's yeah, a really is. funny joke. Uh-huh. I kind of wish because that seems kind of like late game stuff. Yeah. At least at yeah. least maybe it's a, maybe it's a throw. It is the different. It is the difference between marketing towards adults and the marketing towards kids. Yeah. Like for kids, they don't care about that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Th- and this film, it's a family film. It's you know, it's like a Pixar. It's like a it's like a DreamWorks. And, and I'm sure they they wouldn't show that if they didn't feel there was something more to show as well. So yeah. like I'm I'm not too or worried. Per, or perhaps it is just a straightforward thing, and they're just like, well, you know what's going to happen at the end. So yeah, we're just you already show know. You. Yeah. 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 Um. So you know, it could be it as well. Yeah, but I I'm in a similar mindset. I just it it did make me like that immediate part at the end of the trailer did make me go please don't release anymore yeah, yeah. I don't want to know anymore I want to see the movie right? I don't want to know anymore this yeah. is the second trailer I don't yeah. think there'll be a third cool cool yeah like I that first trailer I was like two we've it's had two charming. trailers and a teaser yeah so mm-hmm. this okay, was yeah. the third piece of marketing and I'm like please stop I think we're done yeah this yeah. this trailer definitely sold me a lot on it yeah yeah he's been called many things Sasquatch Bigfoot I like to be called Susan Susan that's, that's a that's a, a girl's name, name. <laughs> I know. Yeah. This is you. <laughs> yeah, it looks uh, it looks real good. Yeah, I like Hugh Jackman's character. Me too. Yeah. A lot. Me too. I love Zach Galifianakis as uh, Susan. Yeah, me too. And I and I like that. What's with the chicken? The world's expanded. Excuse me. The world's expanded to like just like the Loch Ness monster. Mm-hmm. Maybe that means we'll see more. That there's like, a lot of like the mythical adventures to this world. Uh, it's not uh, like cryptozoology. He's, he's not the only thing that that yes. stands apart. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very interesting. <laughs> there's another good joke. It's like you have my word. Great. What is it? That's a figure of speech. Sounds good. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. The, 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 the joke we were talking about at the end, uh, my favorite joke in the trailer is just the Shang- wow, Shangri-La. We call it, Arr! what does that mean? Keep out, we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> That's real, it's a real solid joke. And it looks it looks so good. Is that is it stop motion? Yes. God, yeah, it's the same it's not, as the previous studio. It's in, like, I know Kubo, like, I saw the making of that, but like this looks like straight just animation. It looks so good. It is still. It's it super impressive. Yeah, they they styled it a little differently. So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, the uh, another animated film uh, straight to the DV- straight to DVD. This one, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. They're back. The, the I... next, the next DC animated property. Guys, they're back. Oh, we'll get to watch this on DC Universe. <gasps> You're right. You're right. We'll drop this oh, we should catch up on all those things too. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, oh, Louise. hey, I'm coming over when that comes out. But I am so excited for this because I am sick and tired of that DC New Fifty Two art style. Thank goodness Bruce Timm is back. Yes, I'm in. The the, the last yes. time the last time Bruce Timm was back was Batman and Harley Quinn. 
So let's hope this has better results. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> crap, Baskets. I, I thought you were going to say Gods and Monsters. That, movie that, had, really that was good. the first time he came back. That was a good one. And yeah, I forgot so this about, is very much a spiritual yeah. sequel to Justice League Unlimited. Sure. It's, it's, it's yeah. what we want. Like, if yeah. not direct, it's spiritual for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, in order for it to be so, uh, DC would have to do, would have to actually dedicate time and make one. But this this was coming out before there was, there was in development before there was even talk of doing another uh, DC Animated Universe property uh, within that same vein, Justice League Unlimited. But this is very much intended to be in that style. It's oh got yeah, Susan Eisenberg. You, comes it's back. the exact same. You design. see Superman. Oh, yeah. You see Wonder Woman. You Kevin know they, Conroy. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, George Newborn. Those bat ears are unmistakable from that cartoon. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Um, much like Batman and Harley Quinn, while not set in the DC animated universe, is also supposed to be invic- uh, indicative of that style. Mm. Uh, with Tara Strong as Harley Quinn. Um, uh, Lauren Lester as... Yeah, but you didn't like that. No, I didn't. I hated it. Yeah, so it's not canon. Well, no. Tar- um, <laughs> wait, are you talking about Batman and Harley Quinn? Yes. Tara Strong wasn't Harley Quinn in that one. It was Harley Quinn in that one. Uh, the oh, girl Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. she's in the Harley Quinn series. No, she. it was the girl who plays Bernadette. The one with the high squeaky voice, You're but right. doesn't have a high squeaky right. voice in Harley Quinn. You're right. Mm-hmm. That movie was real bad. Yeah, it was. Was one thing in that? I never saw. Actually, oh, which Alec Holland was mentioned. That's the That's one with right. the Floronic Man. That's right. That's the one where Dick Grayson has sex with Harley Quinn and says, the things I do for Gotham. Yep. And I wanted to throw up. I also don't like that. I remember I this. actually haven't seen the movie, but don't. I know the sex scenes in there, so I'm like, great, another DC movie where we the have- The three a- R-rated DC DC animated films, both, all three have sex scenes, and I'm like, stop it. I don't want to see this. Batman by Gaslamp has one? Yes. Oh, boy. Ooh. To be fair- it's not the worst one. Stylish. What's the worst one? It's the th- killing it's the joke or Gotham by Sexlight. No, a killing joke is the worst one. Okay. The the Batman and Harley Quinn one is the second worst one. That's at least like yeah. And then the 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 Gotham by Gaslight at least has a story relevance to it. Okay. So it's not as egregious, but it's still weird. Does it have a sex gargoyle like Killing Joke? <laughs> no. I mean, the lighting of those sex scenes is just tasteless. Not is good it? for porn. Gotham by, <laughs> Gotham by Sexlight. Man, okay. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> I just love how all of us were like dead silent, like staring at you, like what? I got I've never, it. I've never watched it. I, I haven't seen all three of those movies. The only one I would actually want to watch is Ga- Gotham by Gaslamp because it's the Victorian era uh, Batman. Yeah. Anyway, this thing looks cool. Yeah, this does yeah. look, this uh, does look cool. We've, with a Fatal Five or a Legion of Superheroes villain uh, villain Hell group yeah. that they come back to the past, and we get some. You get one of the Legion uh, comes with them. It's the first appear. Uh, we get a first look at Jessica Cruz, who is the most recent Earthbound Green Lantern. She's Ms. Martian awesome. is in it. Um, Did they call good. her Lamplight? They call her Limelight. Limelight. That's new. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm May- into that. Yeah. In the comics, does she go? She was by Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah, but she's Green Lantern. But she joined the Legion of Superheroes, though. Does she no. go to the future? She doesn't join the Legion. No, she's of just she's just like the Green Lantern for this movie. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, no, the Legion. They're just introducing her for this continuity. Yeah. Right. Uh, because they wanted a they wanted a character. The, the 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 making of says that they need that they because they had the Legion character who has a mental disorder. They they wanted a Justice Leaguer who also has a mental disorder to okay. relate. She to has them. like PTSD or something. <clears throat> she yeah. has um. Kleptomania. Yeah. No. That's no. stealing stuff. She's, she's, uh, what's the one? We're afraid of, Bipolar? Afraid of going outside. Yeah, agoraphobic. Oh. Oh, agoraphobic. agoraphobic. Oh. She's, a, she's agoraphobic. Mr. Smith from Twin Peaks. Yes. Mm. Oh, she's a Green Lantern. She's in space. That's outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's, she's, that's as in the comics, she's get. over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but, but that's, that's, that's how her story starts. I remember reading that. Uh, the, the Legionnaire that we saw, that's Cosmic Boy? Saturn Boy? Saturn, no, that's Saturn, Saturn Girl. Star Man. I don't remember. Star Boy? Thomas. Quantum, I think it's Quantum Lad, actually. They call him Thomas. They call well, that's him Thomas. His, I think yeah. it's Quantum Lad. I, I, I think you might be right with Quantum Lad. I'm, yeah. I don't remember. I'm not, I'm, I am, I'm not that familiar with the Legion. It's been Neither a while. am I. I know Cosmic Boy, Saturn Girl, and that's it. Oh, Brainiac 5. That's the only other one I know. 
Brainy. Brainy. Ew. Um, and the other and the other trailer that we released this week was Doom Patrol. We got a full we got a full first look at Doom Patrol, and it's got cyborg, cyborg looks great. Yeah, Cyborg looks better than he did in Justice League. And, he, How is and, that he's, and he's like funny, and he yeah. has like a personality. Yeah, we only that? saw him for a second, and he has more personality than a movie. <clears throat> I yeah. like Robot Man, dude. They're all great. Yeah, this is good. I'm so excited. Don't worry, Alfred. They're I'll all take it from here. Oh God. Oh God. Don't remind me. Booyah. <laughs> this is fantastic. What'd you say, Fantastic Four boy? Ugh, that's all it reminds me of. Uh, this looks really great. Negative Man looks great. Is that Matt Bomer? Is that who it is? Um, he's so handsome. Uh, at, Matt Bomer is the guy with the bandages. Yeah, negative, yeah. negative. Uh, yeah. Alan Tudyk is bad guy. Bad guy. I forgot his name. Not, uh, not negative man. Mr. Negative. <laughs> I don't know. That's no, spi- that's, that's, that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. I think that's right. You got it. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Comes out. I'm, I'm stoked for Doom Patrol. I am too, dude. I think I'm gonna like it more than Titans. Like I like Titans fine, but we've talked about it. Like the, it, the when it's focusing on the Raven story, I don't like Titans. I think yeah. Doom Patrol. I'm just gonna like it. Yeah. Anything else you guys wanted to bring up before we move on? There's a lot of news. We're already in an hour. At an hour. No. no. Okay. Right then. Time now for our main topic. It is a review of Cold Pursuit. Now, if you have not seen Cold Pursuit, no, I, I'm sorry, it's wrong notes. Uh, it is a review of what men want. Now, if you've not seen what, no, that's wrong too. Is um, is Cold Pursuit the one on the train? No. Oh damn! Is it that is, the one where he's in that's the That's nonstop. Sorry, that's nonstop. Oh. Uh, no, it's the one where his daughter's taken. Sorry, I was I was wrong. It is not either of these movies. It is the Prodigy. No, that's not right either. Uh, it is uh, Miss Bala. <laughs> Miss. Nope. The Lego Movie Two, the second part. We got there eventually, guys. Oh yeah, the most mainstream release. Yeah. Uh, the Lego The Lego Movie Two, the second part. Uh, <clears> if you have not seen this film, full spoilers from here on out. You have been warned. If you have not seen the first one, spoilers for that one as well. I imagine. And probably Lego Batman. Uh, probably a little. Just we're gonna throw a, a whole like a blanket spo- spoiler. spoiler blanket. On. If you haven't seen Lego Ninjago, you're a fine. You're probably I, gonna be fine. Have any of us? I yes, yeah. I did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're out, Ben. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. It's cool. the weakest of them, but it's still enjoyable. That's, that's good to hear that it's not bad. Then Fusion cool. Ninja. Mm. <laughs> Aqua. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, so we, let's get some initial thoughts. What do we all think about this one? Uh, Sparks, you go first since you're immediately to my right. You're welcome. I had a great time. Okay, Brian. I had a great time. All right, Ben. Oh, it was fun. I, you should have said I had a great time. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I'm like, nah, I'm going to be different. He didn't have a great time. He didn't. I had a fun time. Uh, this was this was pretty good. I like this mo- I like this movie. This was this was a lot of fun. Um, funny. Both funny. both of these movies, I went in with very low expectations. Same here. And I left incredibly happy. Yeah. That first one, just because on the premise alone, and it's like, hey, sure, that, sure. that first Lego movie is legitimately great. Yeah, uh, I think the first one surprised me more yeah. than this one did. Well, yeah, I because... Still, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. But I, I think that... I, I think this was still a great follow-up. Mm-hmm, 100%. Um, I was expecting we, worse, for sure. Yeah, oh, we yeah. never talked about the first movie on the podcast because it came out before we started doing this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2014. We did talk about Lego Batman, and when we did, we talked about the Lego movie, and Brandon said on there that he didn't really care for the Lego movie the first time he saw it because he got the pulled first out and of it. only time I saw it. Right. Uh, but you have now seen that first one again so that your feelings on it are different. Yeah, I had a it was more palatable after right. seeing it a se- seeing it a second time. Like Queen um, whatever Wadanabi. Whatever I wanna whatever I wanna be. Yeah. Wanabi. The ice cream cone, by the way, is played by Moss from the IT crowd. Yeah, I figured that. Yeah, it's Richard Iodi. Um oh, is that how you pronounce the name? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, the 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 reveal in the first film of it being all inside this kid's imagination. I'm like, 
okay, that's a tough pill to swallow. And then I never got back in. It's about Legos. Like it threw me. But I mean, it, it's like saying it's like but saying the whole movie's um, metaphor. That's like saying the Bionicle movie is 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 all in some kid's imagination, um, which was a horrible pull. I understand. Hey Brandon, but yeah, all movies are in your imagination. I understand that, <laughs> but no, but but you're but the, the I understand what it's, it pulled I, you out. I, 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 I get I it. I think the reason yeah. is because when you're into it, when you're in a movie, you're you you are given this world and you are in this world and you are you, you are you have to buy this world and then you then for the Lego movie they said wait this world's not real we're pulling you out of this fake world to, to show you that it's fake and then we're going to throw you back in and i i never got back in sure so watching it a second time finally and i i saw, I saw it I actually i wanted to see it before i went to see this this new one but i i didn't i watched it after i was much more capable of being like no this is the story and i was able to i was able to uh be engulfed in the story uh less so the world and uh, it was a lot easier for me to watch, and I was I had I didn't have that problem. Sure, uh, I do think the first one was funnier mm-hmm. than this one. Mm, probably, yeah. I think that's my only major gripe with the with, with the with my only major not gripe. I think that's my only major like thing that I preferred from the first film is I think the no I have two things. I think the action sequences are more dynamic in the first film. I think it's funnier, but I think this film largely su- is successful in the, in this very similar for vein. Sure. I got. Man, I feel like I've been saying this for pretty much every single sequel. It's like I found this more entertaining in parts, but I still think it's the first one's a better made movie. But like, man, like I don't know if anything's gonna top Bruce Willis. Like, all, no, all, Bruce, all, like Bruce Willis was really legitimately funny. like the funniest thing I've seen in a while because it's so unexpected. Like, I do not expect Bruce Willis to be in a Lego movie. It was so funny. Yeah, that was really good. I think this movie had a lot of things that were the more secondary ideas were the funnier ideas to me. Things like the credit song, it's great. Oh yeah, really yeah. funny to me. Yeah. They, they Whereas like thought... the actual like like direct jokes, those didn't land as funny to me mm-hmm. um, as things that were more secondary thoughts. Yeah. The the line that got me the first the first the first thing that really got me was like the Justice League is God and with Marvel not returning our calls. That was, I was in stitches. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh no. There's a lot of adult humor. There is that uh, which mm-hmm. it's you know any any great kids movie will cater to everyone or excuse me uh, 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 all ages will sure. cater to everyone but man like there are some real like if you're like nine a lot of this isn't just gonna go straight over your heads yeah and, but like like we had a lot of kids in our screening Don't and they were just having me. a great time just because it was shiny yeah and I guess that yeah. works right yeah. even the dad the dad oh the was, dude right behind me he was having a great time oh he was <laughs> loving it like the part where uh the star gets stuck in the door of that trailer shot where he's like oh. The pain, the, the humanity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do we? What do we think about the absence of Will Ferrell in this film? I liked it because he was, was no, he was he still, was still there. credited, but he wasn't there, and I actually enjoyed it. They but, made does, it. but does that take away from his character in the first film? Because he was very much like like the Lego. Like, has he? Is it? Is it about the mom again this time though? Right, but is it? Is it too far to say that he has now distanced himself completely from his his Lego collection? Which which is essentially what he's done. He's like, I'm I'm out. I'm going yeah. golfing. Yeah. I don't, it is five years Lego, later. There's Lego yeah. things. Yeah. not not mine. Well, anymore. it does say five years later. So obviously the kid grew up. So I'm and thinking the daughter that grew up. I'm thinking that the kid and the sister, they're just they have now control of their dad's Lego collection and their own. He's bequeathed it basically. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. He's I given. Think, he's I like, think so. It's like yeah. here are my toys. You can go play with them now. I these don't now that I'm done like just gluing them and keeping them the way they're supposed to be. Yeah. I'm gonna go out and do other. Other things like like he had present- to find a different hobby. 
Yeah, no, okay. golf. Apparently, this was a that. hobby, and he had to find a new one because he's oh, like, yeah, I've, given this, yeah. I've given this to my children, that's and true. this is a great connection I have with them. But for me, I need my own thing now. Okay, I, I can buy also, that. Also, the the Maya Rudolph joke, who's the mom? The joke of like, oh, there's your dad's glorified cameo. Yeah, like whatever yeah. line, like that line. Also, when he'd be me. shouting like from off screen. Yeah, uh-huh. like, man, yeah. did you? It took me a moment <laughs> to get the ending line because I'm like I've heard that before oh, you, the ending, you saw me catch it like where he's line. like honey where are my pants and I realized that was in the first movie oh, yeah? that was everyone's favorite television show in oh, Evan's yeah. perfect world they would always watch a show that was called where are my pants and oh. it was only the one guy always going honey where are my pants and oh. everyone would laugh and I thought that there was a go. great callback. Oh, yeah. I didn't even catch the, that. The, Damn the, it. The, the line you're referring to, Maya Rudolph, says, you heard your father's super helpful <laughs> contribution. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Actually, I also like the, uh, this might be over, I don't know why, but I like the joke where she steps on a brick. She's like, ow. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the whole internet joke was oh, like, yeah, yeah. stepping on a Lego brick is like the most painful experience it's ever. Not no, she was like, she was like, uh, uh, after was the like, second one, she's like <laughs> holding a bar and it's like, it's this in childbirth. Childbirth. Like this, yeah. this far apart. Um, <laughs> having another, sorry, another SNL like alum. Like, yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like we spend a little too much time in the real world and, and, uh, and I would have liked a, a little bit more time in the, in, in the, in the Lego world. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, there are, in the first film, it's a scene. In this film, it's multiple scenes. Yeah, you scenes. get through three-fourths of the movie before in the Lego one, the first yeah. one. I think, I think it's necessary in this one because you have to establish. We get it quick. Mm-hmm. But for kids to follow along that that's the story, that you have to really make it clear that like this is about their bond and mm-hmm. the fact that she wants to play with him like this is as much about them as it is about the yeah. lego characters and you get that you get that when the in the first fight sequence when um when she's like i eat lasers and and metal beard's like you can't do that yeah. or when or that's when, impossible or when, or when batman, batman throws, throws the battering yeah. she's like miss me no i did not yeah because yeah. that is very much brother and sister banter yes. yeah because there are times i can remember somewhat vividly when i was playing with my brother and i would actually hit him like and he'd be like miss me i'm like no, but but no, I didn't. But young kids aren't going to get that as directly. No. So you have to like. I think the amount of scenes that they're in don't take away from the film. I think it's just it's necessary. Yeah, and it, when you're when you're with Emmett and Rex, it's uh, it's the kid, it's the uh, boy's imagination. When you're with, when you're in the sistar system, it's the girl's imagination. And then it took me like of, four. They kind of like four sistars before I realized it was sister. <laughs> Really? Oh man, no, yeah. I knew the second they said I knew the trailer. The trailer yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did not system. pick it up, and I yeah. Um, I, I think that without that amount of like, now you have to, now that you've established that it's a metaphor of what's happening in their lives, you have to keep that pretty frequent to understand the cohesion of where these things connect. Otherwise it becomes lining like, up otherwise it becomes like, oh, so they just live their own stories now? Right. And then it's too much like a Toy Story thing and they're not, they're no longer connected. Whatever the narrative is of the Lego characters' lives is no longer connected to the children that, that suddenly would feel disparate. Right. So I think that they, you need to have that amount of frequency with it so that you see, oh, yeah, sometimes we're watching the, sh- the like play ship on the string fly. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a really cool graphic, and sometimes it's the boy picking up the ship, and we see it go. Yeah. And it keeps it all together, so it feels like it's all still part of one narrative. Right. Uh, Rex's reveal that he is the true villain of the piece. <clears throat> I love it. It was great. He is the future version of Emmett, uh, because the boy says in the beginning of the movie, "I'm planning this u- this ultra cool narrative with time travel." Yeah, and that's uh, and that's so that that's cues the audience yeah. into into this idea. Oh, that, I missed that line. Oh yeah, it's super quick. Yeah, um, I, the, it's, it's there for second viewing. Okay, yeah. um, it's to it's to cue the audience in, and Rex's ship is made out of 
the DeLorean, uh, Bill and Ted's uh, phone booth, phone booth the, TARDIS. the TARDIS, the hot tub time machine, whatever <laughs> Skynet uses these days is oh, one of the lines. And the, uh, um, oh. the, the time machine from the book Time Machine. Oh, oh yeah, yes, the bike. It's she Wells yeah. time machine bike. Yeah. I'll tell you what I could have used. I could have used a little bit more of something to have motivated the boy to go back to his sister. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I could have. Because he just opens the box. And he opens the... He gets, like, the feeling. <laughs> no, he opens the thing, and I'm one of my... F- I always love how that? Lego, how the Lego movie, like, changes the... Or puts different enunciations on certain things, like... The uh, craggle. Yeah, the craggle, the... Undar, the... Um, the, uh, the sword of exact zero. Yeah. And then the bin of storage. Yeah. I, I, I'm our just mama get in. Our mama get in. Yeah, and then so Lucy's sitting there going, our mama, our, our mama get in. Our, our mama. Are you serious? <laughs> like for the Lego characters, the turnaround is emotionally punched correctly. Uh-huh. For the, for just looking at the boy's narrative, like to relate to his sister, um, I could have used just something yeah. to to more signal that, yeah. a, a change in him. Yeah, then instead of just go, opening uh, up the, the bin of storage and looking I, at Lucy with her now completely blue and red hair. Can you just say storage bin, please? Uh, more fun this way. <laughs> shut up. I, I'm not sure if it would have needed to have been that the, the heart wasn't broken entirely or at least was only broken in half so that he saw the pieces of it to cue that memory. But him having to like rebuild it, it didn't feel motivated enough yeah. for me mm-hmm. uh, for just his narrative. Right. Um, but but if you'd had that, because the, the, you get most of the lesson of what he's learning from the Lego character's side, what happens with Emmett, that, you know, hey, you can be an adult, but you can still be, like, an optimistic person. You don't have to yeah. be dark and mature and all these things, which is a great message and helps him to engage with his sister. Uh, but in the real world, it didn't, it didn't have that full circle motivation yeah, for me. Yeah, I get that. What do we think about all the songs? I liked them. That spelled out the exact plot of the movie. <laughs> No, I really liked the song. The credit song is my favorite. The yeah. what? The credit song is my favorite. Okay. No, I actually really like the song where we first meet uh, Queen Whatever I Want to Be. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not evil or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. whole I'm not evil song. And Lucy's <laughs> like, no, this is so many. And I actually believe some like, major red flags here. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah, I, I agree. She's totally the villain in the movie. The trailer's painted as the villain in the movie. And then when um, General Mayhem, she it reveals that General Mayhem is like, no, we were telling you that because that's the only Just language. Bad communication. You know. We sang an entire song about how not evil we were, and Lucy's all like, "That was real." That's that's a great point though when she's talking about like the mask and everything. It's the only way we could get you to pay attention, and it's like, oh yeah, because the sister was trying to meet on his level to get uh-huh. him to play, and it's still that's super cute. Man. The, it's yeah. really great. It's really yeah, because the brother he ha- he turned Bricksburg into Apocalypseburg, and he was like, yeah. he was like, hey, look at this. Because really he got dark and edgy, and he watched the Matrix. Mad Max thing. Hey, and then, yep, that kid has some mad skills. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> my god, look at what. His dad used to do. I mean, no, come on. no, but like even Just watching that Statue of Liberty, even watching that first film, I'm like, and the, and the dad's like crushing all this thing. Is like, dude, that kid made all this shit from his imagination, and you followed the instructions. He's an architect. Like, holy shit! Like yeah. that scene where he's looking. He's like, did he's you make builder? all? That? Yeah, he master looks builder. like the part in the first movie where Will Ferrell looks at his son. He's like, wait, you built all this? I'm so proud of you. I, yeah. I, I, in the first film, there's a joke I, I, I liked. Second viewing, I like this a lot more. But the uh, the the bit where the the top of the of the office building is is off and is in the center of the thing, it's like, did you remove the 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 top of the office tower? It's like it was an accident. You accidentally meticulously took off the <laughs> top of the office tower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was really funny. Second time I watched it. Yeah, I uh. I really think the ending of this of the movie is, is really strong, like oh, really yeah. strong, especially like the reveal of Rex being the bad guy, and it's like this whole internal thing about Emmett and like realizing who he is, and like Rex you, even spells it out. It's like yeah, this is yeah. just a metaphorical a metaphorical fight 
that represents the end of childhood, like the end of yeah. or something like that. And childhood like, imagination, which if I you're a kid, like right over your head. And of course, as an adult, I'm sitting there going, "That's some heavy oh, shit." Yeah, I'm sitting there going, "Oh, yeah, damn, okay." Like this and Record Ralph, like bringing like the, the positive messages to kids through these big action not movies. Ju- it's, like, it's, not it's interesting. Just, not just kids. I also kind of feel like adults too. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, yeah, like being positive in in, in, well, in not darkness. Just, yeah. Not just that, but also the the whole um the death of of imagination. Yeah. That's. Because you guys know I have a very vivid, very wild imagination. Someone should sit Bill Maher down to watch this movie. Somebody already wrote an article talking about oh. how this movie is kind of an F you to Bill Maher. You saw that, didn't you? I didn't. I, oh, yeah, I didn't. No, no, somebody did where it's like this This is literally the counterpoint of saying <clears throat> where where like cynicism isn't worth anything. I'm, uh, I'm looking that up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it's not only a good, a good <sighs> message for like you know, kids and uh-huh. adults, but approaching fandom. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. also a good message for approaching like what our current political standing is. Mm-hmm. It's all about just like, yeah, you know, today ki- isn't awesome. In fact, everything being awesome all the time is unrealistic. Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't be hopeful about where things are going. Yeah. You can't work hard at trying to make today better. I love like, that. The everything isn't awesome. It's like, like that's very unrealistic. Like, I think yeah, that's yeah. really clever. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, to to me the message of like, hey, this is like a metaphor of our your imagination dying kind of hit me hard because you guys know I want to be a writer. Yeah, I want to be a published author, and the yep. the reason why why is because I have all these great ideas, but I have a nine I essentially have a nine to five job that sucks my soul away. Bro, it's not nine to five. That's well, like, it's like four to three. <laughs> sometimes it um, sometimes is four to three. Yeah, but you guys you guys get it. So sitting there, I was like. Yeah, I can't let my imagination die. I got it. Yeah, this. When sucks. you let your imagination die, you die. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's why that I re- and, and the message, quote unquote, hit me like hardest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to like hard left turn away from the message discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about some of the some of the fun cameos of the film. Bruce Willis, real quick. The, uh, obviously, Bruce Willis being <laughs> the best. Um, there was a a lot of. Batman references in this film. Sure. Oh yeah, I think I think I was, uh, I was okay with that. On, second only as there to, were in the Lego Batman movie as yeah, well. Yeah, second yeah. only to the Lego Batman movie. I feel uh, the Gotham City guy song is really good. Going back, yeah, to it it's good. I, Will Arnett's. I love kills those. It. I love those songs. Even the catchy song and the the end credits song. I, I like love. the catchy song a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I think that catchy song is real good. It is. But also the end credits song. I was really happy that they brought the Lonely Island back yeah, for the end credits song. They're talking they about how much they love the credits. That that credit song. Makes me real happy. Like yeah, look lot. at that script supervisor. We love reading about you. <laughs> That's my favorite associate producer. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some good songs in this one. The um, the 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 riff on everything is awesome, mm-hmm. which basically yeah. outlines the the message of the film. I think lands very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, the like the very ending ending shot of uh when when Emma, because obviously Evan wants a life with Lucy and he builds Aww. her a house and she's like, no, we can't build a, a pretty nice house because the aliens are going to come and destroy it and then she gets she gets some um, the house at the end and at the very end she's like he's like oh you can me it's like oh you got to uh be a, a vital of a popular bed she was the singer of everything is awesome from the very beginning mm-hmm. cuz it's revealed <gasps> that her hair was different in the <laughs> right. very beginning the, of the movie the, the, she changed it with a marker the shot of Emmett's <gasps> and then Una Kitty just coming in from <laughs> yeah, the top yeah. of the screen is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really funny Whereas, like, I, I I love uh, I I love the designs of this in this movie. I, I I really like the ones in the first one too. Um, I think the I I think the action sequences are more dynamic in the first film, but I think the design aesthetic of this film is superior in the sense that they just let their imagination go uh-huh. completely wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically Ultra Kitty. 
Ultra sure. Kitty. She turns into Battle Cat from yeah. He Man. Yeah. Ultra Kitty or Ultra Caddy or whatever they call it is an awesome yeah. Lego set, and I've seen it at, at at Target. Like I'm like, shit. If I had fifty bucks right now, I'd do it because that's an <laughs> awesome set. Yeah. Transformer. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like the first film had a lot more visually dynamic settings. Yes. Um, than this one, but I still f- thoroughly enjoyed this film. This film definitely felt more narrative driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not in a bad yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This film definitely felt more <laughs> narrative driven. This film. Fil- this film feels more along the lines of what you would do if you just had a bunch of Legos and you would play with them. Like, yeah. you know, you just had a storage bin of your Legos, you pour it, you, you pour it into the floor and you would just play with the now, Legos. Whereas the, the first film felt more kind of like static because obviously he was playing with already built sets. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think that, that shows within the narrative. what his dad did. Yeah, yeah I think that, that shows within the narrative of the films. There's this feels like the mix-in. Yes. And yeah. the first film was like the separation oh, yeah, that, yeah. that he wanted to mix in. Yes. Yeah, I get you. Is... The little girl, like she's playing with Legos, but like the like General Mayhem doesn't look like a Lego. She looks like almost she, like a Mega no, Bloks kind. She, of. Is, she is a Lego brand, yeah. but it's a different Lego. Brand. Okay. It's a different yeah, Lego. She's, she's got a couple of different, like the three different Wonder Womans. Yeah, yeah, because those um, those uh, Lego minifigures, those are actually made by Lego. They're just oh, yeah. for different sets. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, the like the, the, is uh, Bionicle made by Lego? <clears throat> yes, yes, it okay, is. Cool. That's Lego Technic, okay. and we got to see some Lego Technics. But those um, figurines, they're just like from like the. Um, like best friends forever and fairy and elves yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, there's the 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 Lego the DC superhero girls has a Lego set, with uh-huh. and, and that was one of the Wonder Woman that yeah. appeared. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Who okay. voiced the other Wonder Woman? Don't know. Okay, uh, we know that Kobe Smolders returns as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, the only the only person who comes back to play a movie character is Jason Momoa. And, oh man, uh, Cannonball and Margot Robbie for no Margot Robbie is one not, nope. is not in Wonder she's, Woman. She's Margot Robbie's not Harley Quinn. Nope. Oh, she's not. Margot Robbie is not no. Harley Quinn. Oh, no. never mind. Uh, guys, it didn't say it in the credits, but I'm 95% sure Jeff Goldblum voices Jeff the Cat. Well, it, we'll check if if, he vo- if, it was, if Jeff the Cat was the same voice in the first film, then it would be. Because it's the, they use that same joke in the first film. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, I forgot. But, but just yeah. different names, but Jeff is always the same. Because Jeff and Emmett have, a pro- have uh, an issue. Again, uh, like seeing the Jeff. trailers and like thinking <clears throat> what I thought oh. this movie was going to be... Uh, I really like all the raptor stuff. I, oh. And I fully <laughs> expected to hate it, but they all are funny and they talk. The, the raptors are subtitled, which is not something we knew going into this no. movie. The, the, what's the wi- one of the raptors asks, what's the Wi-Fi password? And then another goes, ask, I don't know, ask Sharon. Yeah, ask Sharon. <laughs> and, yeah, and then it's like another, I hate Mondays. Yeah, with like, a cup of coffee. Yeah. With a cup of coffee. The raptor stuff is really funny. Surprisingly really good, yeah. Like, yeah. The second they brought in the raptor trainer and, we, and it was revealed that um, Rex Dangerous was also voiced by Chris Pat, I'm thinking, oh no, they gotta do a Jurassic World joke. It was funny. Yeah, when I he thought goes it was... to, to those Raptors, he throws up a tennis ball, and they're all like, "I love tennis." I love tennis. Yeah, I just thought like, and I, Sparks, you, you felt the same like in the trailers, like, "Oh, why are they getting? Vo- why is Chris Pratt voicing this other character?" Yeah, but it absolutely, of course, makes sense because he's playing the same character. Right, and I and uh, I was glad that they were aware of like what the audience is thinking because they have that moment when Lucy meets them, and it's like, "Yeah, who's this guy?" And it's like, "Oh, good, you could see him too." I thought for a yeah. second that he was a manifestation of my ego. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this movie, uh, like. I don't I like again like it surpassed all my expectations like not in terms of like being a like the best movie I like it a lot but like like knowing who the villain is and like uh, Tiffany Haddish playing that crazy uh, whatever I want to be whatever I want to be a like she actually just wants to get married and create unity that was her real plan she's yeah. not evil like it's and so I good love it because it'll cause... be totally terrifying terrific no, no terrific yeah. there are mo- multiple times where she's like evil laughing like with Sinister Batman stuff, yeah. and she just looks evil and it's like. Oh, uh, but then it's when she takes the form of her, like her true original form, where it's the heart it's that a, oh, Emmett tried so to give her, and then 
to the little sister, and it's like, oh shit, yeah. oh no, and that- then it's like, who's the villain? And it cuts Rex. to Rex, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie's good. That was a good. <laughs> this that, movie's good. That was one of my favorite fake outs. Yeah, in recent memory, yeah. that was a good fake out. It's a real good review. And, and Rex talking to Emma like, you don't need friends. Just punch. Just punch your way out of everything. You don't need friends. Just, you know, you, you could do everything on your own. Rex, You're a master breaker. Yeah. Rex is what what uh, Lucy says. Emma, you need to grow up. Yeah. Rex is that person and yeah. lucy sees rex and says oh i didn't want i this. was wrong yeah yeah it's, it's okay to be who you are sometimes yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man this which is kind of the, it's kind of the lesson of the first film like it's okay to be who you are and yeah. like everybody's special and it's taking that in a different way yeah. but more of a more of a teenage lesson to learn yeah. less of a you know everybody is special kind of man thing. It, it, not, not something i expected from two lego movies to give life lessons like really good life lessons to kids. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the second you hear that they're Going back to the first one, when I first heard that I was making a Lego movie, man, this movie's gonna suck. It's just gonna be a commercial. It's yeah. really, really well thought out. Yeah. And then once again, in this movie, they never say the word Lego. They only call them bricks. You're right. Oh yeah, and it's a small thing, but like when when they're in brick building mode, you see the numbers of all the Lego pieces. Yeah, they bring that back. It's just yeah. such a fun little thing I that they don't that. even mention it. It's yeah. just hey, that's what they are. I yeah. love that's when they brought the numbers back. I'm like, hey, those are the mod numbers for the bricks. I'm so glad they brought the, that. Yeah, in. they did that yeah. in the first film too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, but they 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 reference it back just not as much as the, in the first film. Biggest fear present. was because well, Phil, Lord Miller were both involved in this, but my original fear was like this is going to take a quality dive, right. like when when you re- lose the original you know directors or whatever. But man, like I, I this, don't th- I don't think it takes a quality dive. I but I do think it takes a slight step down in humor. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I again, do think that first one was funnier. Yes, and like again, like when something like that first comes on the scene, like like it blew everyone away. So like, boy, that banana character does not play for me. No, I I thought it was I didn't laugh a lot the first time maybe, but it kept happening. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. who voiced that banana? You know what it was? I I, I recognize it. It's they broke the rule of three. It was it more than three? Yes. Okay. Oh. That that banana character should have had three gags, and they broke that. It was like four yeah. or five. Yeah. The 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 ice cream. I like the ice cream. I do. Too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I like the this totally totally. Okay, that's enough. I, I oh, just totally. look, I just yeah. looked it up. I hate by the way, this. it is uh, Ray Fiennes from the Lego Batman movie playing Alfred. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. Um. Yeah, uh, when we saw the first trailer a long time ago, I said that I was a little nervous about this leaning too hard into the feminism thing and doing too much telling, not enough showing. Yeah. The movie showed, didn't tell. I appreciated mm-hmm. 100%. that aspect of it because you have Lucy actually take a, a prominent role, but it's not something that feels ham-fisted. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and again, like the thing where like we wanted to be your friend, you just weren't listening to us. And, like, it was right, bad yeah. communication skills. Like That's a really interesting take yeah. for your bad guy. Right. Like we're not actually bad. You or just didn't perceived bad, or the perceived, the perceived bad, bad guy, because the other bad guy. Because the second she takes off the helmet, it's um, Brandon. You just told me her name. Well, Stephanie Beatrice. Stephanie Beatrice. Stephanie Beatrice is the actress from. Uh, for those of you who don't know, is the as an actress from Brooklyn Nine Nine. She plays a character named Rosa Diaz, where she puts on this really this really kind of hardcore voice, which she uses when the helmet is on as General Mayhem, and then when the helmet is off, she uses her normal Valley Girl voice, which is if you see interviews with her and watch the show, it's very disconcerting, but super cool. Yeah, I thought. When when her helmet first came off, I thought I was like, "Oh, is this like the original Wild Style or something weird?" Oh, I, thought, I, I thought I was gonna be like, yeah. is this? I thought so." Like, I was I, wondering if that was gonna yeah, be yeah. a thing. But then it was like this this girl with makeup and two different like she kind of looked like an anime girl. Yeah, but it's like, you're 
cutesy. What? That, yeah. No, you're Doesn't General Mayhem. Your name is General Mayhem. You're supposed. You were just black. I mean, of course, it's all weird because she has a laser gun that shoots out cute stickers with rainbows on it. Yeah, you think? You <laughs> think, you think <laughs> that would have been a sign? When the, yeah, the, the the there was a lot of laughter going on in this moment. So I don't know if you guys caught this, but when the when the stickers are coming on are, are hitting like Batman a lot, and the mustache sticker hits him, yes. he says, "By Job." No, I did it. <laughs> oh, I missed it. That's pretty good. <laughs> so that was really funny, especially because he plays Job in Arrested Development. Oh God! Oh. You're right. He's a magician. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if you guys. Anyway. Even the Gotham guy George song where he's Mont- mentioning yeah. all the actors who played Batman. I wear tights. Look at Adam West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm more Val Kilmer's lips. Even I, I didn't like you. George even, Clooney's charm and yeah. Val Kilmer's lips. <laughs> I didn't like you even when you looked like Christian Bale. Yeah. I'm more of a Keaton guy myself. Oh man, oh, yeah, I, I love him as Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> I watched. I watched this the first time I saw. It, I watched this with a ton of you could tell nerds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nerds like us. Yeah. And uh, one one of the and and you, because you could tell which jokes played really well in that theater, uh-huh. and it was a lot of the it was a lot of like the Batman's like I have I have other movies in various stages of development, <laughs> yeah, like ruckus laughter from the from the back, and then we'll the, talk about that on a podcast. And then there was a and then there was a then there was the I'm more of a Keaton guy ruckus laughter in the yeah, back. I am I'm glad there was not an overuse of Batman. Yeah, me too. You and I, I felt w- like he was in it just the right amount. You and amount. I were worried about that. When I they was, yeah, the yeah. Movie. Yeah, I, and again, like no, I, I was, uh, I, I was a little worried about with the Lego Batman movie, but I was really worried about this movie that that they were going to be just pushing the Batman stuff Wait, still really hard. Are you, wor- are you worried about too much Batman in a Batman movie? No, no we, I was worried about that characterization getting oversaturated. Okay, we were we were worried that because we knew that Batman. That if I, oh, I mean, I was. I don't want to put words in your mouth. So I don't know if you if you and I totally agreed on this, but uh, I was specifically worried that. Because we have the Lego Batman movie coming in, I didn't feel it was necessary to have Batman play a prominent role in the Lego Bat in the Lego movie too. That makes sense, right? Um, I was I was worried about specifically oversaturation of this version of Batman, okay. and uh, and I'm glad that they didn't try to push him into too much of the film. I like, like him a it, lot. It's good that it, he's in a proper amount. Uh, I'm glad with where he's at. Like he didn't need to be in any more of this movie, and I appreciate that that they didn't put such a focus on him because he's heavily in the first mm-hmm. one, and I get it. But you know. Yeah. I'm glad that they didn't feel the need to, to really shove that out there. Yeah, and I think the Lego Batman movie works largely. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't have much more to say about this. I uh, do think we're okay. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, get, I, let's get final thoughts. Ben, final I thoughts. I had a really fun time with this movie. I loved all the... I liked the jokes. I um, I loved that... That Bruce Willis cameo was just phenomenal. Because at, at first we saw that, we're thinking, no, there's no way that's him. It's not like Surprise, it was him. So that was just hilarious. And... It, it just worked. It was a great movie with a great message, and I liked the reveals at the very end. So I would definitely recommend people to see this movie. And as a rating, I'd probably give an eight point five. Wow, I like uh, the idea that there's just a casual Bruce Willis Lego. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that they have for some reason. Ryan, final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, going into the first one, uh, I had pretty low expectations, um, but I was thoroughly surprised. Uh, I like the message of the movie a lot. I think the action's pretty good. Uh, Bruce Willis. In this movie, it's probably my favorite thing of the year. Uh, that's two good Bruce Willis perform. Well, one and a half, I'll say. Uh, glasses like a half. Um, I would give this movie like. Did a you su- say the glass is half full. You, f- you f- I'm a swore again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would give this movie uh, a solid eight. I, if you like the first one, definitely don't miss it. Sparks. Yeah, I had a really great time. I think there's th- th- that this is just a notch below the first film, um, quality level wise, but it's got great music. Um, uses its narrative really well. Uh, I think the overall story intention uh, is 
a a really necessary message. Um, I think probably a better, stronger message. I think than the first film. Um, so I really like it. What would you rate it? Eight point five. Cool. Uh, yeah, I pretty much agree with all, all things you guys said. I would give it about a seven point five. I think seven point five. That's still works for me. Um, all right, should we get into our book club? Yes. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Book Store. Can I help you find anything today? Yeah, hi. Um, do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um, anything readable? Right then, time now for the book club. It is my turn at long last. I feel like it's been quite a while, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I picked Dragon Ball, that time I got reincarnated as Yamcha. What a title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is exactly what it feels like. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's about a uh, a perverted young Japanese man uh, who... He dies hey. trying to look he under a little up. girl's skirt. He might as well have been enough. Roshi. Yeah. Fair enough. He might as well have been Master Roshi. <laughs> he, he, quite, he dies running after... A girl to try to look up her skirt. That's um, that's anime, all right. <laughs> and it wakes up as Yamcha in the middle of Dragon Ball. Oops, I'm Yamcha. Um, at the very beginning of Dragon Ball. Right at the very beginning. Just of Dragon Ball. just after uh, the defeat of Pilaf in the first uh, story arc. Oh, yes, because uh, Goku is Pilaf. Goku. Yeah. Can you name the other two people in that group? Oh, Mai and Shu. Thank you. We got another tweet about that. Actually. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we got the same Pilaf people. Shu. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Batman vs. the World podcast, uh, who's been tweeting at us. Uh, going through our, our our little catalog there, where he where they're like, I'm never gonna not hear peel off my shoe ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was that's been fun little exchanges. Uh, you guys should check out uh, Batman vs the World, uh, fun podcast. Anyway, um, so yeah, so he wakes up as as this, Yamcha, and it's the worst character to ever wake up as. These opening characterizations are very Yu Yu Hakusho esque. I, I thought feel. so too. Yeah, I like that pool. Uh, and then we, um, this was printed uh, in the uh, original Shonen Jump, this is Jump Plus, mm-hmm. and it was printed in. Uh, By Dragon Garrow Lee. Yeah, that's a name. And these these two are huge Dragon Ball fans, and he, and, and yeah, he dies and he's Yamcha. So what do we think about this one? Um, let's go Sparks, you first. Uh, I think it's really great. It's a super fun gag comic. Um, really a great time. It's especially like super fun for any Dragon Ball fan. Yeah. Um. I wish that there were, were was more to it. Yeah. Uh, but that's simply me just wanting more of this idea. Uh, I, I want to see it developed in certain things. There are interactions I wish I'd seen. They they focus very much on like the the prime getting over the hump of the Yamcha joke of when he got killed by one single Cyberman. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, that's really the focus of the arc. Um, and I wish there had been more developed to it. But it's still really great. Yeah. He he um he realizes that. When when Yamcha is supposed to leave with Bulma and Dragon Ball, he realizes this is the turning point. Yo, I can, I, I can, can change stronger. My and that's the thing is like his whole goal is he's like I want to stay with Bulma forever because that's the one good thing I could do as Yamcha. And it's like oh, but I should also train because eventually I'll get killed. And it's like you know you could also just leave with Bulma now and you'd be with Bulma because this yeah. is the time period when Yamcha was with Bulma. Yeah, Vegeta's <laughs> not in the picture yet. You have right, time. Yeah, I'm like yeah. man, you can he do it now. Shot. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> and he's you like no, nah, I'm gonna go train. <laughs> just don't cheat on Bulma, which is what Yamcha did to lose. Well, her. I also think like and and you. Because you jump from Dragon Ball to the to the beginning Straight of the Saiyan, Saiyan saga, Saiyans, yeah. Yeah. and and everybody's like, "Man, it's Yamcha! Man, he's such a cool guy because he's been better for this <laughs> yeah. whole time." And I'm like, "Man, I kind of want to see like a montage of him being awesome 100%. in previous instances yeah. where he's like, hey, Goku, psst, here's a Senzu bean. I knew you'd need it.' And it's like <laughs> just like him doing cool things. Well, see, I think the thing he has like, like a conversation with yeah. Piccolo. He's like, "You don't really want this, man." He's like. 
You're right. No, I don't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> this kid is a Dragon Ball fan, so like oh, total yeah. Dragon Ball nerd. He, he wants to m- make Dragon Ball the best he possibly can as being the shittiest character. So yeah. of course he's gonna like he's gonna do everything he can to make like the story he knows even better. Right. So like I'm gonna be a hero and I'm gonna save Goku. And I'm gonna make things so great. Well, yeah. He helps Goku beat Vegeta. Yeah, and then he, he, does, he straight and up then Right when he's about to black, he's the only other out. person capable of helping yeah. Goku. Like, yeah. Vegeta. Right when Vegeta he gets, kills Nappa. Yeah, right when he goes. <laughs> into, I forgot about that. <laughs> he just wrecks Nappa, and it immediately cuts to him and Goku like fighting Vegeta and beaten up. <laughs> yeah. And he he just takes all the Cybermen self destructing at once, and he's like, Psh, whatever, got what? it, I did it. No, but one of the things I also like is he's about to kill Vegeta because this is my only chance to be with Bulma, and then he thinks about uh, like everything this, that happens all, with Vegeta like, in the future. Yeah, like Vegeta, future Trunks, Trunks. Um, Vegeta when he was watched by Bobbity yep. and he ha- and he like finally holds Trunks for the first time. He's yeah, like, yeah. I'm proud of you, son. I love you. And then he sacrifices himself. He's like, no, I can't do it. That's just too... I can't that's, kill Vegeta. <laughs> that's too important to Dragon Ball. I can't do it. And but, then Goku's like, oh, thanks for not blowing him up. I just want to fight him again. And yeah, I'm just like, yeah, okay, if I'm don't ever, worry, buddy. If I'm ever going to have a happy life in this Dragon Ball world, I need to finish this now. I'm sorry, Goku. I have to kill Vegeta. <laughs> yeah. There's a, no! There's a moment where he... Where, like, it's when, and when they go to the Cell Games and... Uh, before the big reveal of the book, when he said, "When he says, well, shouldn't you be over with the cell games?" No, I've reached the point where I'm not going to do I'm, any good. I'm from useless. Now on. Gohan's yeah. got it. Yeah. Even if I, even if I kept training, I wouldn't get any better. Yeah. So he he before the Saiyans show up, they were they showed that his whole plan was that he goes to Namek via mm-hmm. Popo taking him to the ship that can travel there. And he train he has a guru unlock his latent potential, mm-hmm. and then he trains with Nail up until the Saiyans show up. Yep. And my thing was, you're a Dragon Ball nerd. Why don't you just get the Dragon Balls and wish for the dragon to take you to to Namek? Even better, why don't you just wish for the dragon to unlock your latent potential? There's also there's also some things in this book like uh, names that I was Car- shocked. Carillin? Carillin? Master Roshi is, in, is this different name? And these are obviously, uh, I'm assuming... The, 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 the cultivars are the name of the Cybermen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I was uh, reading this, I was like, oh, that's different. Those yeah. are direct translations as they come out in Japan rather yeah. than, like, the adapted versions that we have here right. in America. I, I figured as much. I, mean, cause it's, I was surprised that they did that here for this because this is the only place where they do that. But, yeah. yeah. There's, yeah it just turned to the page where he kills Nappa. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck. Um, just wrecks them and up. Talk about the twist of the book, though, that I did I, not see coming. <laughs> I would have liked. I understand why they. I know what the answer would have been, but I kind of would have w- liked to see him go to the dragon and wish, "Hey, can you like make me a Saiyan instead, uh, uh, or something like that?" And then the dragon be like, "I'm sorry, that's beyond my power." Yeah, which is fine because I'd be like, "Yeah, of course it is," but just to see him try to well, but, finagle but that. If he's such a Dragon Ball fan, mm. maybe he knows that's not possible. Right. Or 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 that he like if this went to the Majin Buu era, I want to see him like try and trick Bobbity into making him a Majin, but he's prepared for it. So he but he uses that power up oh, that he man. gets from the sorcery. Yeah, like there's all kinds of things that I would have liked to have seen. Like what does a Dragon Ball nerd do to subvert where the story's going? I want to see this guy take on Hercule and become the world champion. Like he could do that. Yeah. He could be the new Hercule. Yeah. So um, no big can, reveal. Nobody can be Hercule though. The but, big but, reveal. No, I know. <laughs> Is that Chaozu is also reincarnated? reincarnated uh-huh. Jeez, Louise! <laughs> and he's been trying to be evil right. whole, instead of be good because he tried to be good, but he kept dying. Yeah, uh, he got tired of it, so he tried to be evil. Um, and so they have a fight. So Yamcha and Chaozu have a fight, which is real weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, there's a bit where he, where Chaozu actually 
almost kills Yamcha. Yeah, uh, Ch- uh, Chaozu didn't fit my previous lifestyle as an elite student. I was always at the top. That's why I decided this time I'll be the bad guy. I tried to play nice as Chaozu no more. Yeah, he kill <laughs> he kills Yamcha, and then Yamcha has a sensu bean. Um, yeah, it does, he tries to he tries to like it, then they realize that they know each other in the real in the in the real yeah, yeah. world yeah um and they have this kind of moment where they're talking about how great dragon ball just is. big but dragon ball you guys yeah. missed the best part where they stopped having a physical battle and they start having a, a, a dragon ball battle when's yamcha's birthday yeah yeah <laughs> it's march 2nd no it's march 20th that's some dumb shit that's yeah great. that is some real good <laughs> shit dumb but it's funny yeah uh the extra stories are really fun too uh, the uh, fusion uh, is so the greatest the end of the story is that the whole reason this happened is champa and beerus oh right champa uh, are who is a character i've not met yeah champa shows up uh, right the first thing you will watch in super right after the films is that you meet champa who is the god of destruction from the universe right next to our yep. main universe universe seven like and, and brother. he's from universe six he's champa's brother he's beerus's beerus brother, brother. And so Beerus and Champa had a bet about who would do better in the reincarnation game, Chaozu or Yamcha, and that's the whole reason this thing happened. This is this was very entertaining. Yeah, this is that Avengers No Surrender comic. Yeah, that's about the Grandmaster and the other guy having just a cosmic battle. That's yeah, what yeah. this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, so at the end, he's back to being his perverted self. Yep. And what the first thing he does. Lift up the girl's skirt to look at her panties. <sighs> yep. Yeah, because he has Yamcha strength in the real world <laughs> yeah. now. For like a split fit. second. Yeah. And uh, I was just kind of like, yep, of course you would. You didn't learn at all. Nope. Um, and, th- and those the extra stories are really are really interesting. Like, there's a bit where he's trying to flirt with Bulma finally before before Vegeta gets in there. Oh, dude. The, oh, the- and so he challenges Vegeta to a fight, and he's like, all right, I can let her go. He beat me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the, the vigilante Yamcha where he, where he cuts his hair and stops the robbers. Because that's the thing is, I want to see him do everything. Because in Dragon Ball, everything Goku does, everybody thinks is something a normal person can do. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is capable of. And like Krillin follows him through most of it. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen like some Krillin of the parallels. Krillin goes to Kamehameha Wave. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen like Yamcha following Goku like up to Korin's Tower, doing the same training, up on the lookout and everything, like getting up to Goku's level. Yeah. And then going further because it's like he could have really pushed like where human strength could have been in the yeah. show. Yeah. I, I or, think, the, the, yeah. Or, or like going to Dr. Jerome, tricking him to giving him cybernetic parts so he's even stronger. Yeah. <laughs> the Chaozu and, and Yamcha do a fusion dance. Yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. Because, oh, uh, because of a, a a plot line from the from one of the games yep. that allow any of the characters <laughs> to fuse. Yes. And it is... Boy, howdy. That's great. <laughs> we're like, we're yeah. never going to do that again. Like, yeah. they're, they're just referencing the video game, and they're in this world. That's super funny, man. And what a, and what a crazy thing. I just thing. love the little blurb of the text box where, like, they go to Bulma at Kama House, tell her the idea, and she makes the armbands within 30 minutes. Yeah. And then they fuse, and it's like, you're probably pretty strong, but you are not yeah. good to look I definitely at. did not expect Champa or Beerus to show up at all. No. That's a that's a real uh, fun little ending. Like even when he was fighting Vegeta, Yamcha reincarnated and says, "Look, there's Beerus destroying God." And Vegeta's like, "Oh shit, what?" Oh yeah, yeah, and this is the section where he goes and he beats up the robbers too in that side story before he fights Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. and and he's like, "Oh man, uh, I guess I could be like awesome to anybody else in this world." And he kind yeah. of recognizes that, which is great. You could totally be a hero. But yeah. then he like flies away. He's like, "Nah, there's no girl cuter than Bulma." So he goes tries to get Bulma's heart. And he's been hooked on her for like twenty years. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah. The the there's a bit where he's like, man, if only Vegeta knew what happened to him in Battle of the God in the Battle of the Gods movie. Oh yeah. Like, man, <laughs> <a> stupid dance. <laughs> oh, it's so good though. Yeah. 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 This, is, this is a real fun read. I. 
and I, I hear what you're saying, Sparks, how, like, you wish he could do all this stuff, but, like... Oh, for sure. Because it's not, like, a, a huge volume, it's just, like, a tiny story, like... Well, completely. Yeah, I, I do... I, I would love for him just to do, like, a, a bridged version. Yeah. Where it's just Yamcha throughout I, I all of it. I could have gone for three more issues of 100%, this. yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's my thing, is yeah. that I'm like, man, I would have so loved to have seen more. more of this. Yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. The art style is so reminiscent of Toriyama, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's he like, does, a, he it's does like an exact. excellent job of yeah. recapturing what Dragon Ball was drawn like. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to add, or should we this, call this it This is just a great book, because as fans of Dragon Ball, we look at Yamcha as the joke. Funko, their only pop final of Yamcha, as That's far as true. I know... No, nope, there's, 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 there's a regular one. There's a regular one? There's a regular okay. Yamcha. Never, but they're still dead. They still made dead Yamcha. Yeah, it's real great. They made dead Yamcha first. <laughs> See? They made dead Yamcha first. They didn't make regular Yamcha. They made him dead first. It's just, he was a joke. He's been a joke for all these <laughs> Funko years. Funko did it first. He's been a joke through all for all these years, but seeing that reading this book is like, you know what? If you actually this is actually really good. I've actually kind of rooting for Yamcha. Yamcha of all effing Dragon Ball characters, I was rooting for Yamcha. I'm more than enough to take all these guys. That's too much even for you, Yamcha. <laughs> <laughs> Only in a what if story will you ever hear that line and be like, Oh yeah, he's got this. It's great. Don't worry, Krillin. Everything's fine. Whoa, you're so awesome, Yamcha. And then Piccolo just looking off in the distance. That guy. What kind of training did he go through? Yeah. And he's just smiling. Oh, what a man. Like, everybody's so impressed. <laughs> or, Ikami is the one who's like, hmm, Yamcha's spirit feels Very weird. Very different. Mm-hmm. There's another who also feels strange. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That was intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, is, this, is a, this is a lot of fun. This um, is a great one. Sparks. A nice short little read. Sparks, yeah. your turn next week. Do you know what you want to do? No. Okay. Real quick, guys. I just found this on my Facebook. One show has to go forever. Here are the four options. Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh. No question. Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh's got to go. What's your problem with Yu-Gi-Oh? Nothing, but of those four shows. Pokemon, 100%. Wait, what, what do you mean, got to go? Like if there One show has to get deleted. Oh. Yeah, Pokemon, 100%. Uh, I like Pokemon they? more than there's four. Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, Pokemon. Yeah, I never had a connection to Pokemon, so 100% Pokemon's gone. Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, actually, I don't know. Because I had a personal connection to all three, of, to Dragon Ball Z, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon. Okay. I never had a connection to Pokemon. I have a connection to all four of those. That's the problem. Yeah, so do I. I think because since Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh! actually have endings, but Pokemon just keeps going and going and going and just stop. I'll, I, like I'll Dragon be Ball honest, Z. of those four, I'm like, I don't understand why Dragon Ball Z is there. Because it's the best? Yeah, no, <laughs> you're like, right. Because the other three are all like within a similar vein of show, and then there's uh, Dragon Ball Z. Well, yeah, like I, Dragon Ball yeah. Z would be up with like Yu Yu Hakusho, Naruto. And now you're having Now that's peace. tough. Now we're getting tough. Uh, all right, so we'll we'll announce what it is later. Uh, yeah, or maybe we won't. Maybe it'll be a surprise. Whoa! Who knows? Okay. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so that'll do it for this for us this week. Uh, next week we are doing a review of Alita Battle Angel with a good friend Pi. Heck um, yeah! If he still wants to do it, if not, who knows? I'm sure he does. Probably. Uh, he was very keen on that. After that, How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, <gasps> film I'm incredibly excited for, and I did not get to see this week. I was so upset. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. I meant to ask you about that. What happened? Uh, it was full. Mm, yeah, I was bummer. really, I was really bummed out. Um, it comes out soon. Yep, a couple weeks. Um, we are, we are having a couple of Marvel Cinematic Universe specials soon. Soon. Hell um, yes. So uh, stay tuned for well, that's those. That's the other thing we did this week. We watched a couple of Marvel movies. Oh, yes. yeah, we yeah. did. Starting our marathons. <coughs> And Mithelanius came out last week. Whoop, 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 whoop. New episode of Mithelanius. Sparks correct. doing the Greek uh, Greek creation myth. I did that. And uh, the next one. The Greek recreation myth. That one. And then the <laughs> next one will be out in, uh, not next week, but the week after. Correct. Yeah. So, that, oh wait, maybe? Yeah, no, the week after. <laughs> no, you had it right. Um, so check those out if you'd like. 
Uh, as you all know, we are a Funko affiliate, so please use the, use the link in the description and use promo code SHOP10. Buy Ooh. a dead Yamcha. 10% off your purchase. You Hell can yeah. get dead Yamcha from the website, unfortunately. Don't buy a regular Yamcha. Buy a regular Yamcha. <laughs> then light him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> dead Yamcha. Shit. That's what he deserves. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, no, the new he Yamcha. comes with his wife, Poir. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> Um, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you to Jim Bellucci who does our, our theme musics and um, our longtime collaborator. Yeah. Uh, you can find him at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboard uh, on Instagram, and you can find his show, Suburban Proctologist, on Inst- on uh, Instagram and Facebook, all at Suburban Proctologist Official or at Subprop Podcast for Instagram. Uh, you can find it on iTunes. Uh, it's very funny. Check it out. You can find Mike <laughs> Matola, our logo designer for yeah, yeah, yeah. Mythalanias and Fake Nerd. Uh, you can find him at Mike Matola on Instagram. Butts on Instagram. Butts on Instagram is officially on his Facebook page. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. You can listen to it without us giggling like idiots. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fickner Podcast. Guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben, where are you? Ben Mega27, Instagram and Twitter. Ryan. DJ Tony Snark at everything. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Miscellaneous is now on Google Play, so wow. check that one out. Nice. Uh, we are now on Miscellaneous is now on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, guys, stay fake nerds. <laughs>